0: On this episode on Remy's Roundtable, we welcome to the program Tom Van and Daniel Dennis from A Corporate Time with Tom and Dan. You can hear them on Real Radio 104.1 Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 p.m. And we also invite our newest member to Remy's Roundtable, my boy Chris. We get to find out how him and I met. So you guys do not want to go anywhere you're listening to Remy's Round Table right here on Spotify. That's right guys, you are listening to Remy's Round Table right here on Spotify. We're live at Front Row Sports Bar and Grill in Okoe, Florida uh today's program we have a lot of stuff to catch up on we got your foreign news we got your first segments taking care taking that out of the way uh we'll be also be joined by later on with tom and dan from a corporate time tom and dan you can hear them on real radio 104.1 from monday through friday from seven o'clock to nine o'clock with that being said guys good afternoon my name is remy and always with me is Man. This guy, we go way back to our theme park days, and uh, he's gonna be—he's our new member for Rennie's Roundtable. He's our new co-host. Guys, please welcome to the program, Chris. What's going on, man? Not much. How are you doing?
1: Good, man. How are you doing? I'm great. Thank you for having me here.
0: My pleasure, man. So let's talk about one thing and one thing only. What's up?
1: How the hell do we do we met, man? <laughs> wow. If we want to go that route, let's go that route. All right, let's go that route. All right, so. Long story short, when I started my career Universal back in 2009, Salud. Salud, cheers. That's right. Um, I, got, I just left Mythos and got transferred over to Th- uh, Thunder Falls, which is in Jurassic Park. Yep. Which is like a quick service restaurant. And I'm one of the first cooks arriving there, along with you, and Ruben which they've been there since the dawning of the dinosaurs. No pun intended with Jurassic (laughs) Park. Uh, And um, my very first day getting there is getting to meet everybody, who are the servers, who are my cooks, and so on, and my management crew. Yep. All of a sudden, I'm out there getting ready to open lines one and two because we have four lines. We don't need to open all four at the same time. Well, we could. You could have. I mean, depending on what day it was, you know. Uh, that's what I can't remember. But long story short, I'm over in the grill area with this cook named RJ. He's cooking up burgers, getting ready to set up for line two, and we're getting ready to set up for line one. All of a sudden, RJ, <laughs> I get this kid <laughs> nodding me on my on my shoulders. Sir? Sir? And he looks at me and says, hey, chef. I'm like, well, I'm not a chef. I'm a first cook, but what's up? How can I help you? He's like, like, is there any way that you can tell me when the burgers are coming? So as soon as I turn around, (laughs) I have RJ with a pan full of hot steaming burgers. I look at Remy. And I said they're here, and I went and get you, and I moved on, and I moved, moved on. on. And I think, and ever since then, that's always been a mutual connection. Yes.
0: That I have with you. And I think R. J. gave me the dirtiest look of all when I said, yes. "Sir,
1: where are the burgers?" And He goes, "The fuck are the burgers, man? They're, they're right here. They're right here. We're ready to go. Yeah. I mean, that's our that's our mutual connection that, yes. that started, and ever since then it's always been a yep." A great relationship out there, I and I would, that friendship. And I would come to that location on my lunch break because I was
0: working at the Mummy during the time. Yes. And I'm like, would I would I go to the the back area to have lunch, or should I go on property, take my work shirt off, and just go grab something to eat over there? And that's what I did. I usually just went to a restaurant, got something to go, and then right back right, right back to work. So, plus that food over there is good. As you get the burger, the ribs, which are fantastic
1: over there. The corn on the cob was one of my favorites. We can't Uh, say no to corn on the cob, man. I used to smear that shit with butter. I'm not gonna lie.
0: Have you guys, maybe (laughs) butter, some uh, adobo, and uh, uh, let's see, I'm trying to think what else.
1: Uh, Some cayenne pepper to give it a little
2: bit. Sriracha a little bit. Ooh,
0: we'll see what sort of stuff. Um, You know, I heard somebody. Uh, they said they can put cinnamon on a
1: uh, on corn on a cob, and it's possible. It's just how is that even possible, man? A lot of things are possible in the kitchen. You have uh, you have to be like open-minded to try new things. That's true. You cannot just narrow down and say, "Well, I will not eat that because of cinnamon on corn." No, you gotta be out there like. Chef Ramsay would tell you, you got to try new things. Yeah, but then if you fuck up his dish, he'll call you donkey on the, on the side. Like, well, you that, fucking
0: donkey? Or he'll yeah. call, call you a fucking donut. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, you bloody fucking <laughs> donut! <laughs> What's the matter with you? I know a,
0: a, a local chef. Well, she used to live here in Florida. And uh, she was actually on Hell's Kitchen. And... The last previous episode I had with her, she goes, "Man, Chef Ramsay is a baby." I'm like, "Are you serious?" She goes, "Yeah, he's just a downhearted baby." I'm like, "That's all act."
1: Okay, yeah, it's but all some- it's all script, man. But sometimes in a real world, like he can be tough because he mm-hmm. wants the, he wants the better out of you. He wants to exactly make you better, push you better. You know, that's the one chef I really want to, I really want to meet. I met
0: uh, I met tons of chefs here in Florida but I really want to meet Chef Ramsay. That's my goal, and I'll be like, yes, I want him to be on my podcast and call me a donut and a donkey on, just on air, <laughs> even, even, though I'm not, even though I'm not cooking nothing on the this, on this show.
1: <laughs> just, just for shits and giggles. For shits you, and giggles, man. I, like, I'll, I'll accept that. He's like, you fucking don't
0: donut? I'm like, what is that for? <laughs> Chef, I'm not even cooking anything for you. He's like, well, you're still a donut. I'm like, okay, I'm calling you a donut because you can't handle... The, uh, the hot sauces on hot ones how about that <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah chef <laughs> but anyway man how was your uh, Thanksgiving Thanksgiving was good I mean I spent it over at my 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 father and mother-in-law's house right now well it's not a house it's an apartment because they're building a house over in Jacksonville it's in oh nice it's in Fernanita Beach so the process of being built right now is almost going to be done by I would say by January be the by January so uh, they're, uh, the, next year yeah nice so right now they're in an apartment. It's not it's not big, but it's cozy for them and for anybody that comes along, like myself or Jennifer or our nephew um, Oscar. But we had a good time. It was good. It was good. What kind of what kind of turkey you guys had? You had the fried or uh, actually, what we had was a turkey breast. We didn't have the actual bird. Say what now? Turkey breast, like the actual meat of the turkey. Like really? Yeah, because. To cook a bird you have to get up at six in the morning
0: nah you, if you wake up at eight o'clock you'll have it done by
1: noon it'll be no, yeah. done if you think about it i mean depending, depending how you cook it how, how slow roasted you want to go like in the oven if you want to bake right. it for four hours three hours depending how your style is i mean with the two turkey breasts that we had it took less how than long about an hour and a half two hours that's not bad
0: we, went, we uh, had to go to two Thanksgiving's, so I went to my parents first, and then we went to my, uh, my wife's uh, cousin's house for Thanksgiving, but we did it on, an, on another day. Okay. Uh, their Thanksgiving was so cool, man. And they had corn with gravy, a little bit of pepper, salt in that, and they had a green bean casserole. They had a deep-fried turkey, and the, and the way they deep-fried it was awesome. No, I'm sorry, not deep-fried, smoked it. They had a okay. smoked turkey. The way they smoked it, they smoked it out of a, uh, a tin can, garbage can. Ooh, with, okay. uh, with some cool. With uh, a couple of cement blocks underneath to uh, you put your coal, your fire. And he made it like uh on Wall. He had this contraption where you just put the bird inside and just smokes all around it. I'm like, that's nice. cool. Nice. So I sent a picture to my, to my parents and they go, we might do that next year. I'm like, Really? We're going to do that next year? Have a, a fried turkey, a smoked turkey in the backyard?
1: Sure. Why not? I mean, I mean it's Thanksgiving after all. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, besides the turkey breast that we had, we had ham. We of had, course. We had um, uh, broccoli casserole, oh. which was really, really good. I love that. And nice. then um, we had mac and cheese as usual, mashed potatoes. The typical stuff that you would find on a Thanksgiving table. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 I feel you, man. And then the leftovers was a shit ton of leftovers. So we're like, <laughs> the next day we got created by making little ham biscuit um, sandwiches. Oh,
0: what kind of what kind of roll did you use? Use a uh, the Hawaiian, Hawaiian roll? Yeah. you can never you can
1: never go wrong with Hawaiian rolls. Never. Uh, all right, man, let's go let's go ahead and jump
0: right into it. It is Absolutely. time. It's time for to do our. Theme park history. Are you ready, sir? I'm ready. In 1980, Tokyo Disney Resort began construction plans for their theme park. So they were just starting to, to you know, construct right, on how right. Tokyo Disney is going to look compared to all the other uh, theme parks here in Florida or all, all across across the world. Right. In 1985, Disney's Dumbo becomes the third Walt Disney classic film to be released to
1: VHS. VHS. Who remembers a VHS, VHS now these days? I mean, Blockbuster? <laughs> right, but I mean, when you ask a kid from this age, a millennial, they're going to be like, what is a VHS? What is that dinosaur? Like, what is that? Okay, imagine a napkin uh, dispenser.
0: Right here. A little napkin dispenser. That's a VHS right there. It's about the size of this top part of a napkin dispenser. I would say so. Well, roughly around that size. Roughly. Uh, in 2001, the Walt Disney Internet Group will make popular Disney characters and songs available on AT&T Wireless phones for the first time in the United States now, That's an interesting. So thing. ringtones. Wow, I, they ringtones. made they made the very first ringtones in that in that year in 2001 for Then just, again, it's Disney.
1: They'll do it whatever Disney, it takes yep. just to
0: pocket that money. It's just for I any mean, it's just for the AT&T cell phone services right, right which i'm like are you serious you can't make anything for like t-mobile or verizon or what we'll, was we'll the
1: other uh, uh other phone services back then well that would be let's see we had because we didn't have cricket back then we had u.s cellular back then we yep had, oh god well t-mobile was upcoming it wasn't that a big of a company but i remember it was at&t sprint 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 was like a big one so, yeah but, the the services on Sprint Back Day, which is the most shittiest services. Mm-hmm. Like you cannot go within 50 feet outside your house, outside, not inside, nope. And you just lose perception within a heartbeat. And all that and
0: all that lag too, I mean, if you go out your front door and try to go in the backyard at the same
1: time, oh shit, I only have one bar. How the hell did that happen? Or sometimes there you, you go. go or sometimes you would have to stay perfectly still and not move. Tilt your head to a side and be like, "Okay, I'm gonna talk like this. It's gonna be uncomfortable, but that's the best reception I got." You but see, know? back then, back in back in 2001, if I can remember, remember
0: this, uh, we had the sidekick. Remember
1: the sidekick oh, football? Oh, Of course, yeah. Yeah, that's when like texting like actually started happening back then. You know? That's. I think that's the phone that revolutionized texting and as far as like. Your first ever smiley emojis. That's your right. smiley emojis, your wink emojis, your sad emojis. Yeah,
0: what did I did the, the uh, smiley emoji on the very first Nokia cell phone,
1: oh, which, Nokia. which which the battery lasted for days. I oh mean. yeah, days. Those batteries back then on phones, a week. They were bulletproof. They were bulletproof batteries, man. Now, if you do, if you slam sl- sl- on the ground, it would not even break. Like, oh cool? You still work. Yeah. <laughs> If some water landed on it, it wouldn't crash. It still nope, works. it still
0: <laughs> works. <laughs>
1: I like that. In, two, in 2011, for your for
0: your uh, theme park history, Gary Sinise hosts Disneyland's Candlelight.
1: Have you, have you and Jen ever been to Epcot and see Candlelight yes. before? Yes, we have. And we enjoyed it. And it was nice, but as far as like getting able to get in there and sit down, it was always the most difficult task to yeah. get in there because Before you know it, even you can get in line. The whole seating arrangement is full. It is. So you will have to enjoy it from a standing point of view, outside, where you're hearing people walking through, talking, and you're trying to focus on whatever it is that that special guest star that Disney invites Mm every year would be saying. I, I mean, I had the I had the privilege of.
0: Uh, meeting a celebrity at Disney, and uh, he was actually the, he was he was actually the host of Candlelight. Okay. I had a couple of fan members. They're like, Hey, are you off today? I'm like, I am, but I'm actually in the park having fun. It's like, Where are you? I'm like, oh, I'm at Epcot, drinking around the world. Where are you? They're like, Oh, we're actually uh, we're at the amphitheater. I want you to come on, come on by. We'll go backstage for a little bit. I'm like, Cool. Went backstage. I met MPH. If you don't
1: know who MPH is, Michael, ne- Neil, Neil Patrick, Patrick Harris. Harris. Yep. Barney from How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> 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 you know, it's funny though about Neil Patrick Harris. I know, and, and he's gay, and I respect that. I do too. I, I I'm nothing against you no. know the LGBTQ community or anything like that. No. Um, what's funny is that in the show and How I Met Your Mother, he is such a hound for he is for like going after women, and he makes it look like he's such a legit straight guy, but right. he's not. That's and he makes it look so like. Like easy, you know. He makes
0: he makes it easy getting the women's numbers, like just
1: like that. I'm like, how the
0: hell does he do that? My favorite my favorite episode is when uh, Barney goes to the bar. There's this really cute Burnett at the table by herself, and he pulls off this remarkable prank. He goes, "Oh my gosh!" you go, go call the par- go call the paramedics now. Go, go call the paramedics and well, the the uh, the. Goes, well, goes. What's going on? No, I'm fine. D- d- just stand still. Just breathe. You're, you're doing fine. Just keep breathing. Go call the paramedics now. <laughs> and all of a sudden, two paramedic two paramedic actors comes in, and he goes. That's the patient right there. She's hard breathing. I don't know what. And she goes. I'm fine. I'm breathing just fine. Barney goes. Yeah, so I saw you, you just fell
1: from heaven. Have your number. I'm like, <laughs> classic Barney, that was perfect. <laughs> that and also in uh, the Harold and Kumar movies. Oh, yes. <laughs> I mean, how can you go wrong when you're having to steal a car and then you're having to use it for, I don't know what, what I forgot the purpose of the use it for. I remember the one scene when they're inside the the white castle, He's like, oh, here's an extra $100. What's this for? It's for the love stain I have in the back seat. I was like, oh, oh. okay. That's a, <laughs> but,
0: that's, a good, that's a good joke right there.
1: Also, that, I mean, the Guantanamo Bay. And, yes. al- and also um, that Christmas 3D. Oh yes. Oh, my God.
2: Well, no. uh,
0: my uncle, he was actually part of all three movies. He's a stunt coordinator for those Harold Kumar movies. And he, w- he told me a story... About how they were all high on, on set. I'm like, really? They were that stone? I'm like, yeah. Well, they, they had to be. I'm like, really? This, they can't be, you know, not still and still film a movie. It's like, well,
1: that was their choice. I'm like, oh, huh. that's like a, okay. That's like a pineapple express. Like, oh yeah. A, a lot of people when they they think that movie is like, oh well, that's not like completely weed that they're smoking. It is, cause a lot yeah. of the, a lot of behind the scenes. Like you saw a lot of Seth Rogen. Oh yeah. Like actually rolling up joints along with um. Oh god, I forgot his name. James right? Franco. James Franco. I mean, those two make great chemistry for that movie. And what about what about uh, Danny McIntyre? Yes. Yes. That, I mean, <laughs> Danny. I mean, and that movie and that movie. I'm sorry. That show, Eastbound and Down. That, That's oh a funny god. ass show, man. I love it. I love it. And that he never breaks off character. He does. Have, that. You, have you noticed that? Like, if it's not just. In the movies or in a TV show, he's still like in that mindset yep. of what he was in Pineapple Express. He'll never break out of that shit. I mean, he's a good, he's a good fucking actor, man. He is, and he's so underrated in Hollywood. It's like as far as comedians go, being in movies, mm-hmm. he's very down the totem pole, which I think he should be up there. If oh you yeah, have, if you had the James Frankos of the world, the Seth Rogens of the world, or the the Adam Sandler's of the world, if you can throw a Danny McBride in there. Make everything go great. Exactly. I, mean, I like it.
0: Alright man, it is now time for us to go to man our favorite thing to do on the program is for us to drink beer, man. Of course. We're drinking beer today, guys. And today for beer school, I'm gonna bring up a beer that I haven't had in a while. Sure. Have you had have you ever had a Newcastle Brown Ale? No. Okay, I'm going to give you a little history about this. Sure, go ahead. So, the Newcastle Brown Ale, like, have you ever had Newcastle before? Yes, I have. Okay, yes. so the Brown Ale bottle is just a dark, reddish, brownish color. Okay. And it tastes so smooth. It's not like, you know, your have beers where you get, you know... Drunk of your ass, fall on the floor and say, hey, that was a good beer. No, this beer is something you want to have with dinner or you're out on the beach, kicking, laying laying out in the the sun and just enjoying the nice Florida weather that we have here in Florida. So this beer will will cost you 25 bucks. So you can just buy it out of your ABC or your Total Wines here here in Florida. was produced here's where it was produced, Newcastle upon Tyne, mm-hmm. now brewed by Heineken oh. at the John Smith Brewery in the Netherlands. Nice. Uh, it was this beer was introduced in 1927, and the alcohol and the alcohol volume is 4.7 percent.
1: Okay. So it's not that. I'm not hoppy. That's relatively leveled out. I mean, which yes. might be your choice, that like you mentioned Heineken. Heine. Heineken. Heine. heine. It's always a Heine though. I, I don't know, like. <laughs> This beer.
0: I can't touch the hiney.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this beer, for some reason, was the first beer that I ever drank with my dad. Oh, really? That's my first. This was the icebreaker that broke Thank with you my so dad. much. Oh, that cheeseburger looks good! Thank you so much, appreciate that. How, how does that look,
0: man? The, the wings and yeah, the mozzarella sticks that, over there. Nah, that looks, that looks delicious, I like that. Man. Oh, so good. Guys, we are, we are having lunch and we also want to give a shout out to Front Row here in Ekoi, Florida. Uh, you guys can find them right near the West Oaks Mall. That's the best the description I can give to you guys. They are right by the West Oaks Mall. All right, buddy, it is now time for us to play our favorite game, the celebrity birthday game. Are you ready, sir? Let's go. Happy birthday, happy birthday to Jake Austin. You might remember him from Wizards of Waverly Place. He played the younger brother in that TV show. Okay, yeah, yes, okay, it hit me now.
2: All right.
1: How old, how old is uh, Jake Austin? Today? Today. Honestly, I really couldn't tell you. I don't know. Give me a number. 35. He is 26 years old Holy today. Holy shit,
2: okay, I'm way <laughs> over that one.
0: Nice. Happy birthday to Amanda Seyfried. You might know known
1: her, known her, seen her in uh, Mean Girls, oh,
2: In yes. Time, and
1: Mamma Mia. Okay. How old is uh, Amanda Seyfried? She's probably like at least in her late 20s, 30s, so... How old? Late 20s, entering 30s. How so. about a number? Give me a number, buddy. Give me a number. Let's say 29.
0: She is 30, 35 years old today. Holy
1: shit,
2: man.
0: Happy birthday to the...
1: The godfather of rock and roll, Ozzy Osbourne. Ooh, Ozzy. How old is Ozzy today? Uh, he has got He's in his late 68, 69. He is 72
0: years old today. I was close. 72. Was close. You're close. I was close. Happy birthday to a uh, comedian who
1: comes here every once in a while, Tiffany Haddish. Really? Tiffany Haddish's birthday is today. How old is Tiffany Haddish? That one, I'm not going to be so sure because I know who she is, but not, I don't know how her old, her age bracket is in right now. But if you
0: want a number, give me a number. Mm. It's, all, it's all about number games here, man. It's like we're, we're at a casino. I'm going to say. And if this, this was actually a casino game, I'll be like, oh, this is an easy game. I'll put 50 bucks on here. 50 bucks on here. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> I would say maybe 33, 34. You're close, man. She is 41 years old today. Okay. 41. Happy birthday to guitar player, piano player, Andy Grammer. Nah, nah, honey, I'm good. Okay.
1: That guy, he he comes to Mardi Gras every once in a while. Okay. At, uh, Universal. That's, man, that's been a long time since I've been a Mardi Gras. I know, right? <laughs> Mardi Gras. The last people that I saw there was Chicago. Good group. And REO Speedwagon. Good group as well. Yes. The last time the last time I saw was
0: when I was at Mardi Gras. Was I saw uh, Gavin DeGraw. Really? Yeah. Nice. And also, and also, Earth, Earth, Wind and Fire, and Cool the Gang. Oh,
1: oh, no. Although those are classics, you can never go wrong with the classics. Of course, man. So, how old is Andy Grammer today? Mid forties, about 45, 46. He is thirty-seven
0: years old today. I'm way off today with numbers. All right, you ready? Go ahead. Now, this is where you, this is where you also met me from. Uh, besides, I was an adventure, but this is this was my home sweet home. Okay. You might know you might know this guy from. Revenge of the Mummy. Okay. And his favorite. And what's the favorite line in the Mummy? On the attraction.
1: I'm glad if I can remember.
0: I ordered. I I ordered my freaking coffee. Oh yeah. (laughs) Brendan Fraser. Yeah.
1: How how old is Brendan Fraser today? Brendan Fraser is probably like 55, 56. He is 52 years old today. 52. And finally,
0: happy birthday to Julianne Moore okay how old, how old is julianne moore
1: julianne moore she's probably like in her late 40s 50s 48 49
0: she is 60 years old today Holy 60 Jesus. years old never would have thought that,
1: <laughs> that age my God. i know we're right? getting up there i shit. know especially brandon fraser he's 52 years old 52. So Brandon Frazier, when he did the Mummy movies, he he, he had been in his late twenties to do all the uh, the movie, do all the movies. Late entering thirties. He entering had to, 30s, yeah.
0: Because I met I met him at the grand opening of the Mummy at Universal Studios. He was actually a train. He was actually a train in front of me, and I was a, I was a train behind him because oh, all all the employees who open up that attraction can ride the ride with Brandon Fraser, like with Brandon Fraser. So after I was over. His manager actually pointed to the side, he's like, hey, Brandon actually wants to meet you because you helped out his family and his uh, people. I'm like, no problem. I'll be more happy to meet him. <laughs> That's awesome. So I met him and we talked for a little bit. And I was like, so how long did it take you to, to memorize those lines and the, uh, the the pre-show and the cue lines and the last part of the ride, man. it goes, man, it didn't take me that long to memorize those lines. I'm like, oh, well, okay then. Well, That's sir, awesome. it was nice meeting you. Take care. I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your day here at Universal Studios That's awesome. in Orlando, Florida. Uh, guys, when we come back, we'll be joined by the one only, Tom Van and Daniel Dennis from A Corporate Time with Tom and Dan. You are listening to Remy's Roundtable right here on Spotify. to Remy's Roundtable right here on Spotify so far today we have had a great program Uh, but guys you have seen these guys before you have heard them before you can hear them Monday through Friday on real radio 104.1 from 7 to from 7 o'clock to 8 o'clock right there on real radio 104.1 it is now time for Please welcome back yeah. to the program, Tom Van and Daniel Dennis. What is going
3: on, guys? Hey, what's going on, Remy? I just did not, not, you know, not trying to correct you on your own show, but we're seven and nine. Seven and nine? Apologies.
0: Oh, my apologies, guys.
3: Yeah, fine. So <laughs> oh, totally fine. Yeah, how you been? I've been good. How about you guys? Good, good. You know, we're just really busy here, and then obviously we just had the holidays and uh i apologize that we couldn't get together any sooner but with the virus going on yeah. and then family had some family issues that i had to handle some business and we've just been super busy so um so yeah it's been um it's uh but it's, it's been busy but it's been good and then I'm, I'm glad to know that you're still chugging along with the podcast and things are good i heard i heard that you were on poking the bear recently.
0: I sure was with Ryan Holmes and uh, Charlie Bowie. Yeah. I sure was, yeah.
3: Now, well, what was that like? Tell me a, a little bit about your experience of being on, you know, being on, like, like kind of making the tour and doing a lot of successful podcasts. So oh, Tom's in here. He's done writing checks. <laughs> hey,
0: hey Tom, what's going on, man?
3: How you doing, Remy?
0: Doing good, man. So when I was on when I was on Ryan Holmes uh, podcast. We were talking about stuff and there was one question that he he asked me and he goes, so have you ever had dog food or cat food before? I go, no, why would I want to eat
3: that? <laughs> That's called the Beetlejuice. <clears throat> Old radio uh, was he getting the Beetlejuice? Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So you feel like this is that, a, that's a, a uh, dinner for Remy scenario? Yeah, yeah. That's called uh, an A1 Beetlejuice scenario. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. I gotcha. Yeah. They're, they're trying to clown you right uh, Did you feel clowned? Nope,
0: not at all. I did not feel clowned whatsoever. Uh, th- yeah, they're,
3: keep kind of strong. Yeah. <laughs> so. But now this morning I had messaged you. You you met, well you're really he's yeah, really good. He does the pr- production hat and he does the host hat. And he emailed me. Remy emailed me and he said, hey, uh, you know we're still good for three today. And I was like, yeah, like let's, if we could move it up a little bit, that would be great because I know you you're, yeah, you're yeah. busy. And but then I you said it was just gonna be you today because you said your entire team there at Remy's Roundtable had recently resigned from. Your podcast, and it made it's, it sounded to me as if you, you know, were there some issues? Did you have some problems? Did, were they maybe unhappy that you went on poking the bear? No. Maybe, maybe they're happy that your name's the only name in the show title?
0: No, it was, it's nothing like that. They had uh, too much things on their plate, so, and I completely understand what, they're, what they were going through. So, I. So, I. So, uh, I, so too
3: fat. I, too, so, fat baby. too fat for Remy, yeah. <laughs> Remy, you don't like the fat ones, do you? What? <laughs> so, uh, so So yeah, so I'll t- tell you at once, because that's not a good sign because No darn. <laughs> I believe I'm too. If it's individual at different times, but it's when it's the it's whole team say, yeah. like comes up and they're like, when the whole team does it. I almost feel like oh no second, man. are you guys ganging up <laughs> Yeah, but that's a mutiny scenario. Yeah. Why didn't you tell them this? sit their asses back down and you'll never work in this town again and then pull out your uh your jumbo yeah yeah like uh, old um uh lyndon b johnson did mm-hmm. and then tell them your hagar's cut you in the bunghole <laughs>
0: <laughs> so i i completely understand what they were saying and they said you know what we have a lot of things on our plate right now so unfortunately this is our resignation saying goodbye to you guys
3: did, did they give you a full? Did run? Joey say this? Because I, I feel. I, I see Joey. He's playing yeah. piano crazy. He's written us 10 weird dub wins. Yeah. that and much. Yeah. Joey's doing people. a video of the day. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Joey's like. I, he's got like time Joey's to. sandbagging do. you a little bit. I feel yeah. like Joey was like, oh God, i don't to get out I think, I think Joey may be the. Which one of the Beatles tried to go out on our own? Uh, oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, okay. Yeah. I they, think Joey. Joey's well, no, and he's got uh, a lot more talent uh, than uh, Ringo. Uh, uh, of course. so <laughs> <laughs> I was able to pull everybody in because he's <laughs> right here to resign. Uh, uh, oh on, oh uh, no. Giving me a formal letter of resignation. Weird how that works. That's what, <laughs> gonna be that we're... That's what uh, I was busy doing. It, uh, so, uh, I saw you typing crazy over there. So you're going solo, right, Remy? I think I don't think you needed those guys anyway. I think uh, Remy's round table should be one-on-one, Walter Cronkite style. Yeah. Hard hitting Edward R. Murrow? Murrow? Murrow. Edward R. Murrow. Yeah, yeah, Murrow. Mur- and uh, whatever, the guy that smoked.
0: Uh, that guy. Yeah. <laughs>
3: I think everything around, you know, all the other members are just fluff, and you want to get yeah, mm-hmm. cut the fat, straight to Remy. Yeah, and if you're, you know, you got sponsors, and if you're, you know, uh, if you're the one doing the legwork, I mean, your, you're gonna let your names uh, on what, the show. Let's see, you're yeah. gonna let uh, Joey the piano player or uh, Muffy the bacon lady. You know. You're gonna let who is the lady uh, that baked the cookies that, that was on the
2: show? Uh,
0: her name was her name was uh, Mandy. So. I got I have a couple guys already who who actually wants to jump on board right away. So starting
2: Ew.
0: So starting today, today as well this this will be on Thursday's episode. So my new co-host his name is Christian. Him and I used to work at Universal with each other. So he's like I said, dude, I got a podcast going on. Do you want to be part of it? He goes, "You know what? I'll do it." Since you and I... Boom!
3: And I got a new name for you. Universally friends. <laughs> <laughs> with Remy and Christian. Now, and, do you have a good rapport with Christian? Like, a good or, back and forth? Yeah. Do you, oh. do you feel like he's gonna stab you in the back like uh, Mitzi the Muffin Lady did?
0: Oh, no. He's gonna... He might hit me some jokes here and there, but uh, he's a good guy. I mean, we used to work... He's
3: a fan. We used to work at... A
0: a, we, used to work, we used to work at attractions with each other for a while,
3: so... At the... Uh, U- at the... Which attractions did you run? I might recognize your thumbs. The Mummy, the, uh, okay. G- uh, the
0: Jimmy, Jimmy Neutron, uh, Nicktoon Blast, which is now uh, Minions. And uh, my last attraction was uh, The Incredible Hulk. No. I hey, love The Joey.
3: Incredible
2: Hulk. Oh, Joey. This is
3: not. Yes! You know what? I, I'm gonna resign. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I've i lost my way. You know, I'm not putting uh, my full effort. Get it together. But well, we have, we have a.
0: We actually have we have a, a special guest coming on in uh, in December, uh, towards like the mid midweek of December, and I'm really happy because uh, his agent got in contact with me and he says, "Hey, I want I want you to interview this guy. He's been." Uh, Police Academy, Spaceballs. We're getting uh, Michael Winslow in our program. Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 Ah. No, okay,
3: why are you going to tell what <laughs> 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 Uh, I, might, I might go the, I haven't left my house in a year because of COVID. And I'll venture <laughs> out to see this shit. <laughs> 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 I will <laughs> let I will let him do a helicopter noise <laughs> and spit in my mouth just to watch this. Uh, I'll get Michael Winslow a helicopter noise a noise COVID in my mouth. So uh Remy are are How did you book this one?
0: So, a friend of a friend, uh, he's a, a really cool drummer in town, and uh, he knows my dad, and they've done gigs with each other. So, he's like, hey, Remy, I... I you a musician, right? Yeah, my dad is a musician, yes,
3: and... Uh, yeah, I know your dad's like a songwriter, I knew that. I mean, mm-hmm. so there's, you know, it's his family, so I mean, like, well, that's cool. So he got connected to you with Michael Winslow, and you got his agent, and you're booking him for Remy's Roundtable.
0: Well, there you go. <laughs> so
3: quick I mean quick story
0: he came up to me he's like hey Remy I had this this guy who I want you to interview and he's uh, a great guy so I want you to go ahead and get in contact with him and then you can go ahead and set up a a date with uh, Michael Winslow I'm like perfect that works out great
3: so Michael Winslow's agent which, uh, no offense to uh, Mr. Winslow, but uh, to you... Was it just him using a different voice? <laughs> <laughs> Weird, his, you know, his agent it's is like, an Italian police car. He's <laughs> like, once you, a, once you move into an apartment, you don't need a pool guy anymore. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Oh, yeah. uh. So, you ruined my favorite question. <laughs> uh, so, uh, now, Remy, let me give you a little piece of advice because I was uh, on. I have never spit for real at a joke <laughs> in that. <laughs> I on uh, terrestrial radio while a Michael Winslow interview was going on, and I was an intern at the time, so I wasn't doing any of the question asking but I was uh, like in the room while this interview was happening. It's a, and... it's a hard interview. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, it's, it's, if we it, wanted to help you, I would say it's uh, a hard interview. It, it is. It goes like this. Uh, I'll pretend to be um, the person asking the questions and then Daniel will be oh, Michael Winslow. Okay, so here we go. All right. I'm So Michael, I know. Oh,
2: that's funny. Okay. It... Oh, I'm yeah. oh, the bus. Oh, cool. All right. <laughs> <Okay. sitting> <laughs> <an interview computer. laughs> wow! Oh,
3: I love that. Does not know question yet. Ask first question. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I
2: love
3: that. That's what you're famous for. Yeah, yeah. The police. The police. Yeah, yeah. So, so, Michael, I'm wondering about what was the set. Oh, 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 okay. okay. So, what was it like being on the? S- okay. He's oh, gone. gone. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, it's a, it's a Jetson. What was it like being on the set? Like oh, you, like oh. you, like you. Oh, oh okay. Good. Brock. So Michael, <laughs> being on the set of an uh, iconic film like Police Academy. Oh, hey, hey,
2: hey, I'm a mouse man. Oh
3: okay. That's where you're gonna get him. Right? Let's <laughs> <laughs> Most bizarre and frustrating thing I've I have ever never witnessed. I've wanted something to <laughs> <laughs> infestate. I like, are you mentally ill? What's happening? Why are you not even communicating with me like a human? And Remy, I just got to let you know, we only got about five more minutes, buddy. All, right. all, all right.
0: right, it's all, it's all good. Uh, but I want to know something. What's, how was you guys Thanksgiving.
3: Uh, mine was pretty bad because my mom just died. Yeah, why Ooh. did you bring it up, Remy? You know his mom just died. Yeah. Uh, you brought it up Thanksgiving family You said it. What <laughs> I heard, I don't know. <laughs> maybe, maybe he doesn't show, know. Yeah, he doesn't listen I, yeah, I, I know you don't know understand. <laughs> I may have projected that, but what I heard, mm-hmm. I may have just uh, it sounded like he asked me, why did your mom die? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, that's dude, what I that's where I took it. Yeah. Okay, so. he may not have said that, but I heard that. Okay,
0: so. I mine ask, was great. My mom was there. <laughs> let me ask you guys. Let
3: me let, let me, me ask you guys this. Are
0: you guys? Can I? Are you guys? Are you guys? Are you guys caught up on kiss the uh, Mandalorian? Smoked a billion cigarettes.
3: <laughs> would you let me kiss your mom like it's my mom? Oh yeah. had COVID. Are you
0: guys? Uh, are you guys caught up with the uh, the, men, the Mandalorian by any chance?
3: I just caught up yesterday.
0: So, what did you think about that episode? Meh.
3: Meh. Meh? No, Man? <laughs> no, I, no I, I enjoyed it, but I'm not big on spoilers. I don't want to give any names away or anything right. Or I didn't say, you know, um, EJ and I were talking about it a little bit earlier, but I didn't even say who showed up. That's it's I'm on. this is a Remy show, he can give out a spoiler. Yeah, you can do That's true. You know, so, my, so here's my
0: thing. I mean, I, I don't want to give any spoilers out because mm. I, I'm pretty sure my audience have already seen the, the newest episode of The Mandalorian already, but no, I. Not- to get one person to <laughs> one person, but uh, I just found
3: I just found up out. New co-host <laughs> Christian. <laughs> 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 He's play. Ah,
2: damn! It. damn. Uh,
0: I just found out that the certain actor is going to be coming back on a few more episodes of The Mandalorian. However. They're gonna be bringing back a different Sith Lord in the next upcoming uh, episode on The Mandalorian. Mm.
3: So that's, uh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. The <laughs> <laughs> Sith Lord. Uh, that's the bad guys of the Force. So,
0: like so you get so you have Darth Maul, which is a Sith Lord. You got Vader, who is also a Sith Lord. The next Sith Lord up is going to be Sith Raven. He's like one of the uh, Padawans from Darth Maul. And he's he's going to be on the next Mandalorian episode.
3: They shouldn't have a Sith Vicious. I remember uh, Darth Maul, he was like athletic and he was- He had a, had a perfect, court. face. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. the horny head. But you could tell he's ripped uh, And he like had him. the double... Yeah, uh, yeah, And, a. and a. then, a. And a. then a. when a. you took Darth Vader's mask a. off, a. off a. to a, a. big a. fat blob. <laughs> <sit> <laughs> You're like, a. you a. can't do a. nothing. I take your helmet off and like, were you just sitting in the bleachers at the Steelers game? You're a big fat Steelers nation. You can't do anything, uh, but, uh, you you, p- look like
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> you look like Dolphin Danny. You look like Dolphin Danny, that who
2: gave real. His house went on fire. Oh my gosh.
3: Dolphin, take darn the hell with all me. Get in there, put the fire out. You know what, I do not respect any <laughs> extreme sports fan. I'm
0: sorry. It's I'm all sorry. good. <laughs> I'm ready
3: to show. No, no. But if you are an extreme sports fan and you paint your whole head, don't respect I'm like, what are you doing? You're wasting your life. Why do you like this team so much? They don't give two shits. No. Like. no. <laughs> no. <laughs> right? I'm,
2: I'm can we curse, can we curse it? It? Yeah, go ahead. I'm, I'm this
3: on. Uh, when we are we on? Oh my God, we're a real radio right now. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was coming. Oh, yeah. I can hear. Jack, can hear you breathing, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> would you produce like 20 minutes once a month uh, of No, we have roundtable. some people we wanted in to interview? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah. man on the street. If we gave you the equipment and sent you out God. to do an interview, would you do it? I would. I would. Okay, hold on, Remy. Yeah. Yes. Would you make the Michael Winslow interview like a, uh, a tight 20 or 25 mm-hmm. minutes and radio friendly i will air that uh on uh, real radio I won't be, i'll be more than
0: happy to keep it real radio precise follow the fdc rules
3: we don't we, we, do that. we got weeks of content <laughs> and uh, yeah. <laughs> <F-2> yeah. uh we got weeks of uh, content at the end of the year you that just we gotta can worry throw you in the, there. the ffa <laughs> make sure you weigh your livestock before you throw them on the air uh, can you do that for us, Remy? We'll we'll, we'll play it on uh, the radio. We'll make a star.
0: I'll be more than happy to, cause what what his agent told me is I want to give you a full hour of uh, of you, and Michael Winslow.
3: Wow. Oh, full wow. hour! That's oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Winslow's agent tells you he's gonna give you a full hour. Of that agent don't okay. lie. A full hour sit down. Is it person to person?
0: It's gonna be. It's
3: like the David Letterman show on Netflix.
0: So, <laughs> what we're what we're trying to work in right now is. Half of it is going to be virtual and the other half is going to be face to face. So, oh why
2: right. though? <laughs> if you do the face-to-face face first, then
3: you can just knock out the virtual. <laughs> <laughs> Come back yeah.
0: to
3: knowing you definitely nothing, nothing okay. Well, the
0: virtual The virtual is going to be with it. The, the
3: virtual is going to be with this agent. <laughs> we'll
0: do virtual. All right, let's put a mask on. The let's virtual the virtual part is going to be with uh, with his agent because he's also a local drummer here in Florida. So we're going to interview him for a little bit, and then we're going to have a uh, face-to-face with uh, Michael Winslow. It's
3: uh. Michael Winslow's Asian drummer and Michael Winslow, <laughs> one night only. <laughs> round table. Oh, so it's Roundtable, no half. introduction. To me. It's a half an hour uh, interview with a drummer from a band. Do you know, a... do know what band he's
0: in? Fortunately, I do not what band he's in, but uh, I will get more details on that from uh, my dad's friend.
3: It a nitty gritty dirt band. it <laughs> 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 It could be, it could be a Prairie <laughs> It could be, um, what was it? Um, Let me see who's Prairie League. Richard Dale Prairie La League,
2: wasn't agency. that?
3: <laughs> who's saying, mm-hmm. what you gonna do? Does Winslow? So is this car door still as crisp as it always was? That's what I want to know. Like, can <laughs> he... has he gotten better? <laughs> the last, <laughs> the <laughs> last
0: time I've I've heard him was a old stand up he did on uh, HBO, and he still sounds great. Believe it or not.
2: I watched
3: George so Carlin from '86. <laughs> <86. laughs> But well, it's like
0: this. This was a a few years a few years back before this whole pandemic bullshit ever happened. So you know,
3: <laughs> I was two years old. Remy. <laughs> this is thirty something years ago. My, my police academy movies came out and went. late '80s, early '90s. What? Um, yeah. Well, Remy, we gotta we gotta get out of here, man. So um, so what's up next for the round table? So we're all looking forward to Winslow. You said you're all in on doing some man on the street. If we oh yeah! Organize it for- sure. All right. Cool. Well, I'm I'm serious about that Winslow interview. Yeah, uh, he is serious okay. about that. Once it's done, send it to us because send. site twenty.
0: Yeah. We'll we'll do. I will definitely send the episode to you guys. And uh, coming up coming up next is uh, we're gonna have the five minute professor on. He's gonna give us a lecture, a little Christmas lecture for our uh, podcast. Oh, cool!
3: Five minute professor. Um. You got, basically got us and everybody from the film. phone <laughs> 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 the show on Spotify. Uh, how'd you get the yeah, file professor, out. Uh, I'm well, sure. I mean, now that the file's gone, <laughs> he's got to say. <laughs> 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 what else did that guy do? Oh, yeah, <laughs> no yeah. offense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. the file from though. <laughs> than, God, man, but a virus, <laughs> if you're known as a five-minute professor, you're no mad Roman <laughs> movie. <laughs> 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 oh shit! I barely <laughs> got my course <daughter. laughs> off. <laughs> Six minutes of yeah. deck. <laughs> Alright, we got we gotta um, go, Rim. We'll talk uh, to you
0: soon. We love you, buddy. Alright, guys, see you soon. Uh,
3: guys. Uh, Alright, get the
2: rim job, Rim.
0: <laughs> Alright, guys, take care. Guys, that was the one only Tom and Tom Dan. Tom Van and Daniel Dan from A Corporate Time with Tom and Dan. You can hear him on Monday through Friday from 7 to 9. That's Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 on Real Radio 104 one when we come back guys what we do we'll do some Remy's trivia uh, we're gonna give the uh, cr- the crew some Christmas knowledge see how well they know their uh, Christmas knowledge trivia and with that being said you are listening to Remy's roundtable right here on Spotify.
2: It's in the singing of a street corner choir It's going home and getting warm by the fire It's true, wherever you find love It feels like Christmas A cup of kindness that we share with another A sweet reunion with a friend or a brother In all the places you find love It feels like Christmas
0: Welcome back to Remy's Roundtable right here on Spotify. We are live here at Front Row Sports Bar and Grill in Ocoee, Florida, which is over by the West Oaks Mall area. Welcome back everybody, my name is Remy, and always with me is my boy Chris. What's going on, man? Not much, how are you? Dude, how was is, how is lunch so far here? So far
1: it's been good, I like it. It's great atmosphere. What can you expect from a sports bar? Always awesome. But can you see how many TVs they have in here, man? Quite a bit. It's a lot of TVs, don't you think? Choose whatever the hell you want to
0: watch. <laughs> Alright, before we jump into some Remy's trivia... Let's talk about one thing and one thing only. What's that? Star Wars. Of course. Let's talk about some Star Wars, man. Of so all fair, you're talking about your favorite movie was Empire Strikes Back. Why
1: is that your favorite movie? In a lot of ways it's my favorite movie due to the fact that my favorite character shows up on that movie for like I would say ten. By the, set, by the ten minutes into the film. Man,
0: he was on there like only for four minutes, in no, no, a way.
1: No, no, no. no. Let, let, let's get that straight, Rambu. Right, okay, okay straight. fine, man. He shows up. The first time you see him is when Darth Vader has all the bounty hunters. Yeah, that's true. On, on the balcony. Yep. Asking him, you know, fine, you know, you may choose any weapons necessary, but, you know, I want them alive, no disintegrations. Mm-hmm, as mm-hmm. you wish. So that's the first line you hear, bro, as you wish. Then he changes them into a... A field of stars, going into um. Oh my God, I forgot where Lando Carusian's from. I just forgot. Uh, Pearson? No, 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 no. Cloud City. Cloud City. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he follows him to Cloud City, and then that's when you meet Boba Fett right there again, when he has already Han Solo and frozen carbonite, and then gives it. He gives his trophy to Boba Fett to take to not only Jabba the Hutt. Jabba, and.
0: Fuck that worm. That's all I gotta say is just fuck that worm. <laughs> He's a slug. That's funny. He is a slug. <laughs> Nasty slug too. And, and I see you're a huge fan of Boba Fett, man. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the Fett. I love, I love Boba Fett. But now, are you a fan of Mando? Of course. The Mandalorian, of man. Of course,
1: because Boba Fett's a Mandalorian himself.
0: Now, would you consider Boba Fett as, as a cousin or maybe a relative of Mandalor- uh, as, for Mandalorian? No. None whatsoever. Okay, so let's slide let's around this for a little bit, man. Why, why not? Why
1: Why can't you say, oh, yeah, he is not a cousin or a brother of they're Mandalorian. Not, they're not related in any way because if you think about it, Boba Fett was a alter clone from Jango Fett's dad. That's okay? true. So Mando is a, is a, another kid that got, uh, he was brought up from the Mandalorians that mm-hmm. took him in and made him one of their own. So relation in any way, shape or form, there is none. There. But they kinda but they kinda have this the similarity of the
0: uh, same backstory of Django Fett and Bubba Fett in a way. How so? Okay, so Mando, when you wa- when you watch the first episode of Mando, we don't really know who he was. But a couple of scenes go by, you see him as a little kid. All the Mando's were circling him and they like, Alright, we'll pick him up out of the cave and he's, he's becoming he'll become one of us in a way. Mm-hmm. The way I see it is that Boba Fett and a the Mandalorian, they both have the same armor, they follow the same rules, they follow the same creed, and do the same, they follow the same rules. Like, let's say for example, alright, Mando, I want you to go ahead and go kill uh, a Stormtrooper for me. I want you to just kill him and bring him, back, bring him back to me dead or alive. Same with Boba Fett. Boba Fett, I want you to go ahead and find Han Solo, kill him, give
1: him alive, and bring him back to me. They had they had the same similarities in a way, you know. As the as a Mandalorian trade, yes. Yes. Mandalorian trade is what they have as Mm -hmm. far as as far as like being related to each other. That's way it's way off, but way way apart. But do you think, and maybe the next couple episodes, they might bring Django and Boba Fett to the scene? It's a possibility because if you remember, not this episode that happened, but several back Mm -hmm. when they when they found. They found this guy wearing Boba Fett's helmet and shield. Timothy Olfett! Exactly. Yeah! When he's wearing Boba Fett, it's like outfit. I'm like, how did you come across this? Where did hey, well, you get Well, this? I gave some
0: crystals to the... What are they called again? The, uh... The, 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 those little creatures. jaw oh, Jawas? Yeah, the Jawas. Like, the I gave get some crystals to the Jawas. And I saw some, I saw some armor in the bag. Here, here's some crystals. I want that armor. That's all I want. <laughs> Which was actually an Easter egg in the in the whole that whole scene. Yes. It's like, is that what I think it is? Yes, it is. It is.
1: <laughs> Not only that, but if you look closely at the end of the episode, who you see walking? The droid. No. Watch the episode again. Who? Well, after the episode where he where Mando takes Boba Fett's armor, mm-hmm. at the very very end, you see a man with a cloak, and he takes his cloak off. You didn't see that part? I did not see that part. Who was it? Was it, That's Boba Fett. That was Boba? Oh, snap! That was Boba Fett because Boba Fett, the actor that played Jango Fett, decided to come and do that part for Mandalorian to play Boba mm-hmm. Fett. And you got to remember, like I said, he's an altered 12. Okay. color the sun So they're both identically in every way. Same facial structure, same skin color, same traits as they may have. Same texture, everything, same... You those are right, everything. man. So that's Boba Fett. You're absolutely right. Go back and watch it again because that's Boba Fett. And I, I was like a little kid jumping off my seat when I saw that that was Boba Fett. Did you pause it? Oh, I did. And I had like, to just so I hey, can Boba see. Boba Fett! <laughs> yeah, so I can say, hey, that's Boba Fett. Because a lot of people in the Star Wars world, mm-hmm. to those that know... The true origins of what happened to Boba Fett and Return to the Jedi. He died. No, he Te- did not die because the jetpack, he actually got uh, saved by the uh, the monster in the bottom of the pit. He actually flew out. He didn't die. Yeah, he flew he, out. The, the armor that he has, the, the rancor could not digest. I'm sorry, not the rancor, but the, mm-hmm. I forgot what the, the pit name is, but Yeah, the pit monster. We'll call him pit monster. That's fine. <laughs> Remember when he got swallowed in there, everybody oh, he's dead. No, he's not. He survived that. He got out of there. Mm-hmm. So hmm am sure that did. That explains a lot why his armor probably got like salvaged out by Jawas. Yeah. And he's but, out and about doing whatever but
0: he the is. Thi- but the thing is, that armor is yeah. bulletproof. You can't fight into it. I mean, you get a couple scratches, but... That's all that's, all that's going to happen on the suit, right? That's all that's
1: I all. and what a good armor is It's just a great shield
0: to protect you. Though. So, what do you think about the last the last episode of Mandalorian? This previous last when episode. Baby Yoda, Yoda actually has, has a, a name? name. Mm-hmm. Groku? Like Who it. names her kid Groku? That's like a freaking gravy name. It sounds like, "Hey, I want a gravy gruish name." Okay, what's your kid's name? Groku. Really? <laughs> you, can't, you can't you can't come up with a better name like have a bonfu or or bofu or somebody that has it or Yodafu, <laughs> or something or yo <laughs>
1: What's up, yo-yo? <laughs> I mean, growth. I can I can see it. I mean, it, will it take a lot of adaptation to get used to that name? It will. But a lot of people will say either the child. That's true. Or baby Yoda. See, at the part where
0: at the part where uh, uh, the Mando goes, "All right, kid, take the stone out of my hand. Just take it out." Groku, he looks right at him, he goes, Groku, come on, take it, take it out of my hand. And then all of a sudden, the shiny, a shiny little ball about that big, he goes, you want this? Take it.
1: Yeah, that, that's, the little, that's the little knob that brought attention to him. He's like, okay, you want he's this, like, right? He's like, ooh, it. it's a shiny marble. I want it. Because he has that mutual connection <laughs> with him already. Like... Yeah. It's like what she said, Asha, I forgot her name. Asha, uh, Ashoka Tano? Yeah. She was pretty much saying, like, you know, I can't treat him because he doesn't... It's not so much as know him. He, there's not a lot of personality there with each other. Right. As opposed to he knows him and he knows Mando. That's true. So they had that mutual bond already. But he is... Technically, a Jedi, which he needs more Jedi training. Yes. But he's the last of the Jedis. Not, I mean, not including a Shaka Tano. I mean, she's I also mean, the last of the Jedis. We also got to remember, there's a lot of Jedis that, even though after they went extinct, some of them went out into the galaxies, like deep part of the galaxy, to that hide. That's know? true. So there could be other Jedis. Now, still out there. I heard in the
0: next, the next episode, or... A few episodes are gonna go by, they might be bringing on another Darth character. Not Darth Vader, but Darth Raven. It might might be coming on in the next few episodes to help out with Moff Gideon, who's a freaking bitch in this show. My
1: wife doesn't like him as an actor.
0: (laughs) He's a great, man, he's a great actor in Barry Call Saul and Breaking Bad. He's such a great actor in those shows, but but him as Moff
1: Gideon, are you fucking kidding me? There is no, I mean, the way how I look at it, as say he did great in the shows that you just mentioned, yes. But putting him in a Star Wars world, being in this position of power, character, nah, does not. I don't see it. Does not. I don't. I don't even. I, I can't even get attracted to this. Are, are you a fan of Moff Gideon? Not really. Okay, cool. So my buddy and I, we were
0: having this argument as well. And there's one. There's one episode where Groku wanted these certain cookies. Oh, yes. Check this out, you ready for this? Sure. Have you noticed the wrapping paper of those cookies? Not in its entirety. No, I didn't. It reminds me of? What's up? Girl Scout cookies. Some of their cookies come in
1: that little tin that yeah. tin foil. Okay. You, so, know, um, you know what they remind me of? Uh, they remind me of those little French cookies. Which ones? The ones you got? Mac- Macarons. Macarons, that's right. Macaroons That's what they remind me because the way how they're shaped when he was eating it, it looked like a French macaron. Yeah, but it also reminds you of the Girl Scout cookies a little bit. <laughs> no, that's fine. I agree to disagree. You have your way you look at it. I look at it as oh my god, it looked
0: like macaroons, macaroons. when my wife and I were when my wife and I were watching the, the show I was like, Honey, Girl Scouts is sponsored of Star Wars She goes. No, it's not. I'm like, look at the foil. That's Girl Scouts brand all over that cookie. <laughs> she goes, you son of a bitch. That's funny. I'm like, I know. And I was like, That's what I thought of it.
2: <laughs>
0: all right, man. Are you ready for some Remy's trivia?
1: Let's go for it. This is
0: for this is for uh, our this is for Christmas trivia. I want to see how well you know your Christmas knowledge. Are you ready, sir? Let's go for it. All right, here we go. Who was the star of the Christmas movie Jingle All the Way? black and white version? No, Jingle all the way, starring a certain actor who played the Terminator. Oh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. You're absolutely correct. That That's the right answer. Arnold Schwarzenegger is the answer. Who tries to stop Christmas from coming?
1: The Grinch.
0: The Grinch is absolutely correct. What is Scrooge, Scrooge's first name? Ooh, I should know this one. It starts with the E. Ebenezer. Ebenezer is absolutely correct. How many ghosts are there in A Christmas Carol? Four is absolutely correct, sir. Tom Hanks was in a Christmas movie. What is the name of that Christmas movie? Has It has to do with a certain train. North Polar Express? The Polar Express. North, North Man, North you got it on the money. Who helped Rudolph after he left the North Pole? Who helped Rudolph after the what? After he left the North Pole. Remember, he took the, he took a long journey, but he brought on a... Uh, a couple of friends of his. I'm talking, I'm talking about the Claymation movie. Yeah, I know. That's, that's <laughs> what I'm thinking,
1: too. I just can't. It's been such a long time. I have not seen it. All right. That. You ready? Go ahead. A certain elf and a certain prospector. I can't remember.
0: Or a mountaineer. Right. I, or can't or him.
1: I can't remember. Or call
0: I can't remember. Hermie the elf
1: okay. and Yukon Cornelius wow if i would have said that out of my head i would have gotten all so far right but that one just threw me for a loop. I, I know what you're talking about i just haven't seen it in such a long time yes <laughs> who spies on kids and reports reports back to santa
0: the elves is it elf on the shelf wow. absolutely, absolutely correct sir and what year was the first christmas card sent Ooh. looking for a year sir Interesting. Um, and what
1: year was the very first Christmas card sent? I'm gonna go with 1912. 1843. Good God, way off. <laughs> way, off. Way, way off. <laughs> Which country is the largest
0: exporter of Christmas trees?
2: Christmas trees.
0: They got a thing, man. This is like way up north. I mean, not including the. Uh, Say Canada, Canada is absolutely correct, man. Canada. Who was the first president president to have a tree in the White House? Wouldn't be Abraham Lincoln. Well, it was not Lincoln? No. It was Benjamin Harrison. Benjamin really? Harrison was the very first okay, president right. to have a Christmas tree in the White House. Okay. All right. Which president which president established Christmas as a national holiday?
1: That one I couldn't answer, I wouldn't know that Ulysses S. Grant. Okay, good to know, Grant. Which Christmas, which, which by the way, quickly. Mm-hmm, continue. What, what is, what What dollar bill is he on?
0: You mean Grant? Yes. Man, he's on a
1: 50, good man. Good job. He's on a 50. Good job. There's a lot of people would be like, oh, 100? No, that's Benjamin. That's, that's Benjamin. Exactly, good
2: job, good
0: job. Which Christmas carol, other than Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, is based on children. One more time. That's actually the it's actually the last question. Okay, go uh, So, last question for your Remy's Christmas trivia is: Which Christmas carol, other than Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, is based on children? Actually, was based on was based on children. Couldn't answer that one. Think about a guy who melts in the uh, Frosty sun. Frosty the snowman. Frosty the snowman okay. That's absolutely correct, sir. And guys, that is it for some Remy's trivia. When we come back, guys, we're gonna do some theme park news and your Florida news to get you covered on what is going on here in the state of Florida. You're listening to Remy's Roundtable right here on Spotify. back guys to Remy's Roundtable right here on Spotify. We are live here at Front Row Sports Bar, Sports Bar and Grill in Acoee, Florida, right near the West Oaks Mall. Welcome back everybody. My name is Remy and all with me is my boy Chris. What's going on, man? Not much. How are you, Remy? Doing good, man. Awesome. So how was lunch today? Lunch was pretty good, actually. I liked it. See, you cannot, you cannot say no to these great lunch specials that they have here every single day from Monday to Friday. And the thing F- is, for 5.99 me. for you know
1: for fries and the and for a burger, you can't say no to that, man. Not just that. I mean, for me being here for the first time and trying their food, out was actually pretty good. Front, i do well, not <laughs> we, we have to give a shout out to Front Row uh, for having us here today
0: and uh, being a home to. Remy's round Roundtable. All right, man. Are you ready to jump into some uh, Florida news? Let's and go for the- Theme park news, as Let's I should say. say. All right. So here we go, man. For your theme park news, Disney, uh, some other sad news, but Disney will be laying off an additional 32,000 32, workers as coronavirus batters their theme parks.
1: More layoffs at Disney. But it's okay for them to make money off of the... The pass holders. But uh-huh. When you're having to average out a pass for annually, that can be anywhere from 500 to like a thousand. Roughly. Roughly. I mean, roughly.
0: a buddy of mine, he he has an annual pass that cost him that cost him 1,500 dollars for just for Disney. 1,500 freaking dollars. That's bad, man. Would you would you ever spend that much on an annual pass? In times of today? No. Nope. What's the, one, what's the one pass you would? What's the one pass you would uh, spend on? D- Disney or Universal?
1: Both, because my wife's a Disney girl. Of and I'm, course. I'm a Universal person. But, yep. but at the same time, you know, I don't mind Disney. I love Disney. It's a very nostalgic place to go visit.
0: All right, so guys, we're, we're going to take a little break on our news real quick, but because Chris brought up a uh, a topic that I really wanted to talk about, and uh, the one thing is. What rides would you want to see
1: at Disney and Universal? Like, had their own twist to it. Well, here's here's how I see it. It's like, I know that Universal is still under contract with Marvel. Yep. Which Marvel is owned by Disney. Yep. Which they're paying their rights to Disney. Very true. So, the day that that contract, or they decide not to renew it, it, is the day that Universal is going to have to come up with what are we going to put in place of Hulk? What I know. We, what are we going to put in place of Spider-Man? I know. What are we going to put in place of, you know, Doctor Doom or the little, or the X-Men, you know, spin cups that they have there? I mean, I have, Marvel, Marvel I, 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 I alone, have some ideas about Marvel that. Marvel Island alone, it's going to suffer the day that they take, they, they yank those rights out of it. Exactly, but I had some ideas
0: that what can be replaced on those rides. Go ahead. Just think about it. What was the one, the number one movie... That was hitting every single box office. That all these kids wanted to watch and co- like these toys that they wanted to collect. Transformers. Okay. Think about this. What can Hulk? What can Hulk be? You re- repaint the track black and yellow. What do you get? Batman. Bumblebee. Or oh, Bumblebee. Man. Bumblebee. Think about that. You got Bumblebee roller coaster right there. Spider-Man can be another 3D. Three ride that's based on Transformers, but it's on the dark side. So you have me, you have a uh, Megatron and all okay. the all, all the old school all the old school characters on that ride. Okay. Doctor Doom. <clears throat> see, that's a hard one. I, I can't think of anything about Doctor Doom though. I can. That,
1: that, that's I can, hard. I can think that's of, hard. I can think of one real quick. And cool. this And this is gonna be a twist. Okay, go ahead. And the way how you're saying is like it sounds great. I'm not gonna take nothing away from you. Okay. If you have Marvel established it and they take it out, and Universal owns Harry Potter, which is Warner Brothers, right? So think about this. But I just read online that
0: Universal mentioned that Harry Potter is actually getting extended. They're expanding Harry Potter section in both Islands of Adventure and Universal Studios
1: side. But check this out. Okay. Because it's a theme. It's a it's a comic book area. What can go in that area that can replace any of these rides? Death Eaters Think of, think of DC Comics Batman Think of Batman the Flash Flash Think of Superman as Doctor Doom
0: Green Lantern Green Lantern Wait a minute, that'll be, a, that'll be the dumbest ride ever If somebody put a Green Lantern on Doctor Doom be Like, we're not riding this ride, why not? Well, It's why, Green Lantern
1: Why not, but think about it this way You can revamp that ride And make it into a Superman ride That's true Wish that coaster over at uh, Six Flags over Georgia,
0: Ooh, buddy, that ride is
1: awesome. I love that ride so much over there. I've it one time, and that one time I told myself I would never ride it again. No. And you're not doing it again, are you? No, I'm not, absolutely
0: <laughs> not. Well, their version is pretty cool, because, uh, I'm sorry, it was not, um, what, what, ride, what ride did you say again? What was? I forgot, I lost track. Um, was Superman? Superman, so the, the ride over there at Six Flags over Georgia, it's just like Manta over at SeaWorld. You're laying flat down on your oh, stuff. Yeah. like this. And I'm like, oh, this is good, this is good. Oh, shit.
1: <laughs> so. And Manta even scared the shit out of me the first time. I, I hate it. Manta. I'm sorry. But i
0: used to But I used to work at SeaWorld, so I can't really say that because I rescued over there a few times. Yeah. But my home at SeaWorld was Kraken. I love Kraken. Kraken's I would, good. I would not get rid of it. It's a perfect attraction for me. And uh, I had to leave because... Oh, no. You know something's happened, so i'm like you know what i gotta go i gotta get out of here so you're right man i mean okay no, no what, about, what about disney can you see any disney disney rides at universal with their own twist
1: actually not really though. yeah i can't i, I can't i can't say anything i really can't but uh, what i can't say is that disney with all the money they're putting in to building um the Avengers Campus over at uh, Cal for Adventure. Yeah, that one, or putting in Epcot for
0: Guardians uh, Guard of the of Galaxy. Galaxy.
1: Oh, I can't wait for yeah. that ride to open up. Yeah, me neither. I, I'm, I'm waiting for that ride to come up. But I'm waiting for Tron. Tron is probably my ultimate ride that I really want to ride. Because yes. it's a nostalgic movie from the 80s, and then they remade it not so long ago. Mm-hmm. I really want to ride it just for that aspect. And seeing the videos on YouTube, from the, they're crazy from the, from the Japan ride Oh yeah, it's insane, and that that's what brings me more. Say okay, they need to hurry the hell up with this. Shit. Yep, yep. Like so we can get on it and see how it is. You
0: know I wonder <coughs> if they're gonna, I wonder if they're gonna bring in a uh, a Flint's arcade keychain for like in the gift shop after you're done riding Tron. Yeah. I'm like oh that is perfect. That
1: would be perfect. Yes. That'd be cool. But another thing that I was thinking about what Disney Disney's putting money into these things, but how about let's touch up. And remaster some of the classic rides. Okay. Like Peter Pan, like Winnie the Pooh, or maybe, hell, I mean, even the Still Magic. I mean. But the thing about when I and, I, and I said, I had this conversation with my wife, and my wife. Okay, what'd she say? My wife said, you can never retouch a ride like Peter Pan because it's such a nostalgic ride. True. A ride that if you were to change it up in the way how it's set up and put something modern, it wouldn't work. It wouldn't work because, at all. Because think of the generations that been through that park year after year, mm-hmm. decade after decade, whether it be your parents, whether it be my parents, would it be Jen's parents. And also on top of that, remembering that right how it is, and you come out of nowhere and change it. I mean, change it, yeah, but at the same time, as well, if you change it, then it won't be the same anymore. Exactly. The same thing for Thunder Mountain. Yep. The same thing for. Well, no, we can't say Splash Mountain. Splash Mountain has been revamped Band-band
0: to to, to Princess and the Frog, which
1: I really never saw. And forgive me for No, I'm no about it's to say. okay. It's okay. I never saw anywhere in in a Splash Mountain where it appears to be a racist thing. I didn't. I didn't um, either. I didn't. But a lot of people that I talked to, oh well, it's kind of like an racist. Well, what's the race? It's not thing? racist, it's at, a racist a at all. Racist. It's not. It's not. It's a Disney classic film. Yes, but the movie
0: was sort of racist, sort of controversial, but I don't know where in the movie there was racist and controversial in that movie. But on the right, are you freaking kidding me? I mean,
1: a lot of people, including my wife, would say that, well, then, Princess and the Frog is kind of racist in a way, too. It is not. It's based on New Orleans. It's based on the New New Orleans area. But think about it. Think think, think logically, personally. Think about a, a black girl being a princess to kiss a frog or kiss somebody that, which this guy is a broke-ass person. Yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it has a lot of <laughs> good, little... Good, good call. It has a lot of little tippets here and there that it can be, but it cannot yeah. be. Yeah. I see, I see also, your point. But also Splash Mountain has always been a nostalgic, classic ride. Kind of like that's true. Pirates of the Caribbean. If they were to take Pirates of the Caribbean out of there, I would flip it. I would. I wouldn't. I would.
0: But if they added more drops in that ride. It'd be uh-uh. perfect. <laughs> yeah, uh, the one in California has a deeper drop than this. Oh part. yeah, but which I tried made I made a uh, try make a recreation of that ride on. Uh, have you heard of this game called Planet Coaster? Okay, so Planet Coaster is a revamped model of Road Coaster Tycoon. You can play it on every every console, including PlayStation, Xbox, the new systems right now, and your computer's system as well. So I watched this tutorial on how to make the exact replica of Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, I fucked up so bad. I had four four drops just for the hell of it. And I'm like, okay, you know what, this to be an awesome ride to do. All of a sudden, I got a 10.9 rating on it. And like, oh, we will come back and ride it again and again and again and again. I'm like, that is dope from computer <laughs> animation. <laughs> oh, man. So, And it's a fun game. I've been playing it for pretty much every day okay. just, just to you know, see how well I can revamp the Disney rides and the Universal rides. And I'm like, oh, I'm getting better at this now. So I just recreated Manta at uh, from SeaWorld onto my, ro- my roller coaster game. I got it exactly right. All the specs, everything. It took me five hours. So spot on. Spot on. It took me five hours just to uh, recreate it. Okay. And I'm like, this worked out great. All of a sudden I got a text from my buddy, mine. he's like, hey, your roller coaster made on YouTube. I'm like, are you serious? He's like, yeah, I'm watching it right now. It looks damn good. I'm like, well then. I'm like, thank you so much.
1: <laughs> i like, thank you. But here's the thing, what I was going about. Yeah. The different rights. Like, i admit. mean you, you just can't get rid of you know you're right uh Pan, pirates uh not some, even small, worlds, small world, world. worlds you can't even re- you can't even refurbish small world small world and you cannot refurbish on a mansion that one too you can't you can't can. they're all nostalgic but People like to see, some people that I've come across are like, well, maybe if they just bring it up to modern art, modern a little bit. I'm like, how modern do you want it to be? Because Do you want, you want you want 3D technology in there or what? Because if that's the case, like what you just said, then it wouldn't be nostalgic anymore. Nope, it wouldn't. The nostalgia would go out the window real quick. Yeah. But Disney, however, I will say, because they own so much land, if these rides that I mentioned in Universal were to leave, yep they have what the properties that they have i mean it'll be endless possibilities if they have if they're building such a marble park on california mm-hmm. what makes you think they can build a marble park here pull those rights out of universal and put them there i mean make we, it make it disney's way exactly you know i mean we are gonna get uh
0: nintendo world in 2024 at our park, at yeah, Universal Studios yes. in Florida. Which yes. I just saw pictures of the ones in Japan. Holy fuck, those rides are. Whew, I can't wait for them to come to our side. Yeah, and it's gonna be perfect for us. I mean, we're, we're such fans of the gaming, gaming te- technology right now, and we're. I'm pretty sure you're a fan of Super Nintendo as that's well. So there you go, man. I mean, because
1: Nintendo was my first console ever.
0: So that was your that
1: first console ever.
0: Mine first console. was. The uh, Sega Genesis, that was my first, my okay. very first console. Okay. And then I got into, you know, the, place, the original PlayStation, the PS2, the Xbox, and then Xbox 360, Xbox One. After that, I'm like, you know what, I kind of just mellowed out on the uh, whole, the new upcoming console, the
1: PlayStation 5 and Xbox One S and the Xbox X. I'm like, I don't need it right now. I'm good. Like, even if I wanted to buy a PlayStation right now, I wouldn't buy first-generation. First generation for me would be something I would have to yep. wait until the second or third. Oh yeah. Just so they can work out the bugs, work out the kinks. And some some people like I've known and even uh, seen, like, they buy first generation consoles to the point to just to keep it, not to open it, because in ten years or so they wanna sell that for ten right. times what the profit was. But at here's first. the thing, when you if you buy the first
0: console ever on any game game station it fucks up every time. I know. You get all you get all those glitches and all those you know, battery goes dead or it starts sparking out fire for no apparent reason. I mean, excuse the me, Xbox X Series. That was funny as shit. That, that.
1: that right there, that I'm like, funny. that right there. When I saw that video, I was like, wow, like, did I just witness Xbox crash? crashing on fire I mean is
0: that the new is that the new the red ring the red uh, probably, ring probably yeah, yeah, right is it, you're yeah. going to
1: get the red ring of death you're going to get the fire of death the thing. fire of death <laughs> I mean, and, gonna...
0: all of a sudden, and all of a sudden uh, in, in five minutes your, your Xbox One X will, tr- will turn into a uh, self-destruction device <laughs> <laughs> okay well thank you so much Xbox for that great commercial <laughs> oh yeah very, very inspiring just to have that. Uh, Disneyland over in California will remain, will remain closed until the end of the year
1: they're they're closed. They're staying closed until next year. It's sad. It is sad. you gotta remember. This year has thrown a lot of curveballs yep. at us. A lot of a lot of musicians, celebrities have passed away, mm-hmm. and it's to the point where when I heard my favorite guitarist passing away, Dan... my Halen, my heart dropped to the floor. Yeah, I was at Disney at the time with my family staycation when I heard. That my sister in law told me Eddie Van Halen passed away. When I heard that, my heart just dropped. And you burst. You br- you burst inside. I, 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 inside, inside I burst, and outside I was thinking, man, like this year has really got to come to a fucking end. Like okay, cool. I, got, I got a trivia question for
0: you. Sure. This is based on Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. How long did Eddie Van Halen record his solo on Beat It? How long did it take him to record that solo? I say about four minutes, three minutes, thirty seconds. Oh, okay. It took him thirty seconds just to record that that sick lick. That. You
1: gotta,
2: you, gotta,
1: you gotta, remember, Eddie Van Halen, the way how I see him, and a lot of people see him differently. To me, in my eyes, Eddie Van Halen was the Mozart of guitars. Okay, of what, guitars about, of okay guitar. what
0: about? Okay, what about Hendrix? Or what about Prince? What about uh? What about the, the the lead guitar player for uh, Queen? What about, what about him?
1: They're all great guitarists. I'm not taking anything away from. All that. right. Just as much as if I say the great guitarist for um, GNR, Guns and Roses, Slash. Slash. If I, if I say something about, mm, I don't know, the best drummer of all time would be Neil Peart. But see, there's no, there's no Mozart in guitar. It's just you have these Actually, awesome, these awesome great guitar players. I get that, but. These great guitar players Couldn't do What Eddie Van Halen did That's him. true So that's what makes him The Mozart Of that so Particular he's, So you're calling so you're calling him The GOAT Of guitar players In a way In a way yeah Because I can't say Because I'm a, I'm a huge Led Zeppelin fan So if I'm gonna Good. If I'm gonna say Greatest guitarist of all time Then I'm putting Jimmy Page Jimmy up. Page yep. Jimmy Page And Eddie Will be right there In that spot Then you got And then my other two okay, so, Neil Perth yeah, but in drummer's perspective, he's the best oh, drummer of all time. Yes. But here's the thing, here's my list of great guitarists. my top five. Go ahead. So the number two, the number two would be number one, because I can put one into. two. They're both number one, is Eddie Van Halen, and Jimmy Page. Okay. Then number two is um, um, Slash. All right. Number three, Jimmy. Number four, um, Kirk Cobain. Yes. Okay. Who's number five? Number five? You really want me to tell number five? It was number five. Angus Young.
0: Angus Young? Okay. Man.
2: Man. I, I,
0: wow. Okay. Yes. So, well, I, I got a question for you, but I'm gonna hold off to the end. That's well, let's get, let's get, let's get, back into it. So. Sure, sure. That's so, did you just hear? Have you heard that uh, our beautiful state of Florida is getting a snow park? Yes, I did hear. We're about getting that. a snow park, and it's gonna be over in Boggy Creek and Kissimmee area. Yeah. Okay. We're getting it. So, first ever forest snow park will be modifying their hours when they open to the public. Uh, uh, this this year mid mid December, and then towards on Gen- January. Right. And it's gonna be open just like Disney Universal. It's gonna be open three sixty five days in a week, man. So that's great. In the summertime, going to go snowboarding for all I care. Or the sledding, whatever. Yeah. Magic Magic Kingdom surprises guests with fireworks. Did you see that on YouTube? No. So they're they doing test runs on fireworks for.
1: So that means they're, they're are their are park hours staying closer later or.
0: Maybe I mean they haven't, they haven't I haven't seen anything yet on their Disney's website, but that's a
1: good possible sign for fireworks. I'm happy about that. What I'm what I'm upset about is like, with these past few days how cold it's been. If they would have had the Mickey's Merry Christmas. This is
2: not
3: cold. <laughs>
1: No, no, like the p- past few days. Oh, yeah, not, yeah. Not yeah. now, not today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they would have had the Mickey's Merry Christmas, bro, with the hot chocolate stations, that would have been that'd legit. be perfect. Shit. That'd and be perfect. you know how much revenue they'll be making off those hot chocolates? That's a lot of money right there. A lot of money lost because they decided not to do it. Then, you know? Excuse me. Um, Disney Imagineer announces retirement. I've
0: heard have heard this guy before, named uh, Mr. Joe Rode. No, Joe Rode Joe was no. imagineer. Imagineer. Uh, he's actually one. The, he's one of the creators of making Animal Kingdom. Okay. He's one of the imagineers who who, who had the concept of what Animal Kingdom is going to look like for okay. the, for their theme park. Okay. He created the Yeti and Mount Everest. Oh, nice. The Very one nice. the one that fucks up a lot in the ride. <laughs> he does mess up quite a lot Oh my god. So he create he created that. He is he just announces uh, retire his retirement. Okay. Dizzy Dizzy Pass holders can now pick up an exclusive castle projection merch at the Magic Kingdom. So they can pick up a shirt, an ornament, <clears throat> a jacket, uh, some silverware, anything that has to do with the Magic Kingdom. Uh, Castle projection, the, the, the nighttime show. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So, I, I did not know
0: that. Yep, you can pick up merch. Nice. New Olaf hot cocoa surprise kit are on sale right now at Disney Springs. So, this Olaf, <laughs> so this Olaf is, <laughs> it's made out of chocolate, and what you do is, it's about okay, it's about the size of this the salt shaker right here. It's about this, this size. All right. You drop it in your mug, and you make hot chocolate out of it. He melts, and you pour your, your hot cocoa ingredients, yeah, and yeah, there yeah. you go. I don't think, in my point in my uh, point of view, man, my opinion, I would keep it. I would keep that, put it in the freezer and say, Honey, look, I got you another Christmas gift. Where is it? It's in the freezer. Is that fucking Olaf? Yes, it is. <laughs> I've been sitting there for about a
1: year. About a year-ish. Is it still good chocolate? Yes, it is. Yeah, of It's been frozen. We're good. We're good, hun. Well, but, but all of these is a the nice warm hug to go with it. So but wait a minute, what's this white stuff? Yeah, don't worry about that. that, that yeah, don't worry yeah. about. Don't worry about that stuff. Yeah, no, no, no. Nah, you're good, hon.
0: Okay. Uh, here's another one. Disney is now sending full refund checks to Premier Annual Pass holders. Now, what, what, what uh, what Annual Pass holder are you with Disney? uh we are the plot. Okay, so you guys are not getting a refund, so you guys are good. But this is only for Premier, Premier. Uh, annual pass orders right so apparently they were re uh what's the the word i'm looking for renewing their passes right so where money they sent out to renew their passes for (laughs) premier annual pass orders they're getting they're getting a check right back in the mail from disney saying hey because of what's going on with the pandemic and how come the parks are operating right now we can't have anybody come in at the moment, and they're only operating at 35% in the park, Okay. same as Universal, yes, NC yes. World and Busch Gardens, and the other theme parks here in Florida. So with that being said, they could be expecting between 500 to $1,500 $1, refunds in the mail coming in for nice. these premier annual pass holders.
1: Really?
0: Right. When was the last time with went to Spot? I honestly couldn't tell you. You already know what's going on with Fun Spot right now.
1: That's what is what's going on with Fun Spot.
0: Fun Spot has been cited three times by Orange County for visitors not wearing any face mask inside their parks. Okay, so I'm taking that they're gonna shut them down. Not yet. In the in the beginning, in the beginning, they were only they were the only actually the only park to say, "Hey, come on in, don't wear a face mask. We're good. We're open. We're open right now." All of a sudden, <coughs> they got a, they have a surprise secret shopper who came into the park had a clipboard and wrote down everything that they were fucking up on the pandemic coronavirus list. Not wearing face masks, not sanitizing the rides, not sanitizing the handlebars, not sanitizing the the railing. Employees are not wearing their masks. I mean, the list goes on and on and on and on. I'm guessing not practicing six feet either. Exactly, Fun Spot <laughs> is fucking up. And yes, I did used to work for Fun Spot. And I'm gonna say that proudly, I used to work for Fun Spot. End up? Did I like it? Eh, somewhat, I did. I did not, but there were times where I'm like, "But it's huge!" Right.
2: I mean, come
0: on. You knew I was gonna throw that one at you. It's not that huge. No, not anymore. The one, not. the one in Georgia is small.
1: Really? They have, they, have, they have a fun spot, a fun spot America in Georgia, and that park is small. I guess I better tell the owner that it's not huge anymore. Shit. (laughs) That means his balls didn't drop yet.
0: (laughs) Oh, forgive me, Lord. Forgive what I just said. Uh, Sorry about that. (laughs) Don't worry. He will. (laughs) All right. Here we go. Disney Cruise Line removes all January and February petitionaries from their website. They say that Disney Cruise Lines may not go back in the ocean until april of next year now they have ships already prepared and these new ships are going to come out in 2022 2024 and 2025 okay so they have they have so three, brand new vessels three new branch ships are coming out in those years Oh nice. so that means they will be eligible to go out in the water and say hey we're ready to roll out and ready to have some fun out in the ocean so as long as everything is good then we're fine Disney Springs is going to have their very own Bright Line station. <clears throat> this will be this will be finished in the year twenty twenty two. Okay. So I've heard about have you heard about heard about Bright Line? On and off. Okay, so Bright Line is a uh, it's a fast track train, like right. one of those one of those trains that you see in, in Japan that goes right, right. like really quick. Yes, yes. The train is coming here in Florida. So their station is gonna be from the Orlando Interna- International Airport, Tampa International Airport. It's gonna go from Tampa to Orlando, and then Orlando, Orlando to Disney area. And the third, the second train station is gonna be right there in the hub of Disney Springs, okay. right there on the uh, the green, the green garage and the Rosemary garage. It's the red garage, not okay. the re- not the orange one. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: it's gonna be right there. They already have tracks lined up and ready to go. The thing is, construction construction is not going to begin until 2021, and it will be finished in 2022. So that it, quick, that quick.
1: So, so you realize that who's paying for that, right? Disney, not just Disney. The airport, our tax dollars. That's right. And of course,
0: we can't talk about politics. So there you go. <laughs> no, 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 that's the only bit of politics I'm saying. Okay. Is... Park hopping will return back to, uh, at Disney. At Disney Parks in January of next year. Oh,
1: good! Thank God. This is
0: how the, this this is how the process will work. I mean, of course, you you and your wife will go back to Disney. This this is how it's going to work. Okay. First, guests must make a Disney Park reservation for their the first park they plan to visit and enter first park prior to visiting another park. So let's say, for example, that. You and Jen want to go to uh, Epcot, that'll be your first park. You gotta make a reservation for that park. Then, you have to make an additional reservation for your second park. So if you want to make a reservation for Magic Kingdom, you have to make a separate reservation on that same day. Sounds like a headache. Oh, it gets gets worse. (laughs) Disney will set specific park hopper hours during which guests can hop. So they'll give you a set time on when you can park up, like from this time frame to this time frame. Uh, and park hopper hours will start at 2 p.m. each day and end at the park's scheduled closing time. Okay. So, I mean, you got time to make a re- reservation in the morning, so let's say, for example, uh, if you want to re- make your, your reservation at 9 a.m., make it at 9 a.m. at Magic Kingdom and then you do just say magic in from 9 to 12 and then at once two o'clock hits boom you can go to animal kino
1: hollywood studios or epcot and there you go
0: and i think it's safe till close so
1: that's that's for your uh your which park also, which is also good if you think about it, if you want to have a dinner reservation at another park but you're not at the one that you're oh, at. Oh, yeah well that's not better i mean it's <laughs> good Two Disney World attractions
0: won industry awards, and they are. Want to take a guess on which two Disney attractions won these uh, these industry awards?
1: I'll give it a shot. Go ahead, go. What do you got? One, if it's in, if it's in Epcot, I will say Tomorrowland. Yeah, I mean, not, not Tomorrowland. Yeah, you know. Magic Kingdom. Yeah, Magic Kingdom. Would, in Tomorrowland, I would say by Space Mountain. Nope. No. Nope. Both these attractions are at, at Hollywood
0: Studios. Galaxy's, uh, Galaxy's Edge or...? That's one. Okay. But which will ride though? Smugglers or Rise of the Resistance? Probably Rise of the Resistance.
1: That's one. And what's the other one? Not uh, Smugglers Run. Nope. Not Smugglers Run. So it would be um, Star Tours? Nope. Uh, Man's Chinese Theater. Oh yeah, because they, re- they remade that completely brand new. That's right. The little Disney train, the Mickey train.
0: Those are two awards they got the awards. Star Wars,
1: Rise of Resistance, and Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. That's a pretty cool ride. I, I have not been on it. <laughs> when you do, do yourself the favor and enjoy every second of it. When I, saw, I, I, I already saw it on YouTube, so. I know, but just it's YouTube is one thing as opposed to you're there sitting there enjoying it. There's a difference. So
0: we were just talking about Nintendo, Super Nintendo World previously. Yes, yes.
1: Opening on i we'll to tell you guys when it's opening. It's gotta be within three years, so I would say 2024? Nope. 2022? Nope. 2021? Yes, sir.
0: What? It's opening next year on February 4th, 2021. The Nintendo? At Universal Japan. Oh, Japan. Their very first, their very first, ver- their very version of Super <clears throat> Nintendo World will finally be open to the public at their theme park. A friend of mine, uh, my buddy, you might know him, uh, Matthew Miller. I know Matthew. He actually worked on He actually worked on that Super Nintendo World in Japan. He was over there for five months and helping their IT department with all their stuff that's going to be focusing on the Super Nintendo World. He right. showed me pictures behind the scenes of it. I'm like, dude, you do all of this. Like, yeah, I've dealt with the, market, the marketing team and the IT team. For, for Super Nintendo. I'm like, are you serious, man? He's like, yeah, I did all this. I'm like, that's
1: really cool, man. I cannot wait to check it out. I know Matthew. and Matthew, go well, pretty way back. Uh, how way back? To the point where, when I was uh, dating my ex, my ex knew his family, and they're both from the same town of
2: Weewa.
1: Y- Weewa, yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. Man, we had some fun at
0: his place playing poker too. We had a uh, yep. po- poker night at his place a couple of nights. Nice. But, nice. Yeah. He, he he always me to Donkey for one reason. What's up? I'm a jackass when it comes to poker. <laughs> 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 All right, here we go. Disney is going to be reopening three in park restaurants, and they are. What is lunchbox crystal palace and tomorrowland terrace those are the three parks that are going to be reopening at the disney theme parks nice guess who park hopped to disney's hollywood studios will not be able to ride star wars rise of the resistance so during park hopping you won't be able to you will not be able to ride rise of the resistance so i'm guessing you would have to be there for that virtual queue pretty much pretty much yeah disney springs has announced the opening of a brand new accessory retail location called Rustic Cuff is officially open to serve guests just in time for the holiday season. Okay. I Maybe mean, I haven't been to Disney Plus in a while. Interesting. Wa- walkway from Disney's Grand Floridian Resort to the Magic Kingdom is now open to the public. So the whole that whole the whole walkway from mm-hmm. Floridian to Magic Kingdom is now open. So really? really, it's pretty
1: cool. Yeah. Nice. Which is funny. Me and Jen got married at the chapel in the Grand Floridian. Oh, and I bet you guys spent a lot of
0: money over there too.
1: Quite a bit yeah I'm okay not, i'm not gonna say on air how much it was but
0: it's... now let me now, let me ask you a question was that with the cash member discount
1: no no discount damn that that would really sucks. actually no i'll take that back the only discount we got was because my mother-in-law and father they're BBC club members she got a little discount they okay. got some discount that's little, not but bad but it wasn't a whole lot that you would think half off because that's not gonna happen. Alright, for your Florida news, we just, we
0: just finished your theme park news. And now it's time for some Florida news. Sure. Chicken Fire will be getting their own food truck. Have you heard about this, this place called Chicken Fire? No, I can't say that I have Have you heard of Chicken Guy at Disney Springs? Guy F- Guy Fietti? Yes, yes. Chicken Fire is actually the sister of Chicken, Fi- Chicken really? Guy. Yes, it okay.
2: is. Okay,
0: yep. nice. Caden's team, Kaden's team will be opening a new restaurant in the Dandelion Cafe space in downtown Orlando. So. It, what's going to be pretty cool is it's going to be a, uh, it's going to be a vegetarian place. Vegan. Vegan. Yeah. Uh, I'll say vegetarian, I don't care. Vegan, vegetarian, same thing. They're all, whoa, no, 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 no. Okay, fine, fine. I'm sorry. Forget what I said. Just no, forget no, what I said. Not, they're not all
1: the same because if you're pure vegetarian, there'll be no cheese. No cheese, no milk, no nothing. No, okay, exactly. yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> a, TikTok, a TikToker has been fired over paint mixing viral videos has just scored a job here in, in Orlando. Yeah. This TikToker Tony Polos, Polosino—I mean, it's Italian, so I can't really yeah, yeah, say yeah. his name properly—Polosino ha, has has amazed 1.4 million followers and over 24 million likes on TikTok just for his painting, painting videos. This tic, this TikToker was terminated. Uh, terminated by by Sherwin, Sherwin Williams as a result of his account gaining traction. He got fired because of, the, of his account getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Really? Oh, because of followers. I know, but there's no reason why you should get fired for that. I mean, come on. On November on November 24th, he has accepted a full-time, full-time position with Florida Paints. So he's he's working with Florida Paints now. Okay. So they offered him a full-time job to be on their team and... They say, hey, I want you to go ahead and create whatever the fuck you want, and we'll pay for you to do this. I'm like, oh well, this is good news for this guy, so there no, you yeah, go. Is. Employers, employers, schools, airlines, and our very own theme parks may require a COVID COVID vaccine. An employer can require an employee to get a vaccine shot. The exemptions are disabilities, health, and religious reasons to not get the shot. In order for this to happen, they will need to show any sort of proof. So, how will they show proof if it's religious reasons? That's my question. How? I, I, I really don't. I really don't know how. I don't. I don't get it either. I. That's the mystery right there. On December first, which was on on Tuesday, mm-hmm. f- first, which was on the on this Tuesday. Front Yard Festival will be held at the Dr. Phillips Center for the Performing Arts, and that means lots of road closures will be going on near the downtown area. Roads will be closed from December 1st through May 2021. So they're getting a remodeled roads in in the downtown area. Okay, so can't wait wait to check that out. And I wonder how I-4 is going to handle all that road closures because you know I four I four is a total cluster fuck. It is especially four
1: O is a clusterfuck in that area. That
0: individual. true too. <laughs> Eleven Orlando bars failed to meet COVID nineteen safety guidelines. That doesn't surprise me. You ready for this? Sure. I'm gonna say you're gonna say yes or no if you ever if you ever been to this to this bar
1: before. Okay, go ahead. Night's nice Pub and uh, University. Yep. Yes, I have. Night Library. Yes, I have. Infinity? No.
0: Elixir? No. Basement? Nope. The Office? Yes. Saddle Up? Mm-hmm. Guilt? No. Treehouse? Nope. Celine? Nope. And The Attic? no.
1: Nope. All right. So with that being said, you got four out of those 11 bars that you want to. One wanted of those four, the Knights the nice Library is the worst one. Yeah? Oh, my God. Do so you want to talk about how underage drinking has been served there for years? A lot. A lot. A, lot. a lot. Yeah.
0: It's not okay. Night library is about the size of this room where we are where we are in right now. It's about, size, I, it's
1: about the size of this room right here. If you take this in the circumference right here, all the way back this way, and push it back maybe four feet that way, that's nice this. Yes. There you go. I mean, I'll, which I, is a hole in a wall. I went there with my buddy
0: mine. We got hammered. By my parents area and he goes hey man let's go to the night library i'm like i don't want to go there he's like i'll give you four shots of tequila to go there i'm like all right i'm going let's go i'm down before we got there he got me four shots of tequila. i'm like oh this is
1: night library that place sucks man let's go somewhere else it sucks but you can you think the clientele there's quite a bit because a lot of us underage kids don't want to drink that's true but right. there's always a lot of cops there Yep. It's now time for some
0: other news, so if we cover like yeah, outside of foreign news and theme park news, sure. Elon Musk is now tied with Bill Gates as the world's second richest man in the world. Not, not Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg's pretty rich up
1: there
0: though. Nope. Not Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg came in fourth. Really? He came in fourth place, man. Maybe then Bill Gates make that top five? Bill Gates, so Bill Gates and Bill Gates and Elon Musk are tied for second. Second. Richard, second. Oh, shit. All
1: right.
0: Jeff Bezos is number one. Oh, that's Amazon. That's, that's Amazon. Did you, forget about, you forgot about Amazon, man. Yeah, Amazon. Ryan... Ru- you. You. Ryan... Ru- wait,
1: wait, wait. When did this happen? <laughs> right now, that's what just happened. All right. Salud, man. Thank you. Salud, salud. All right. Bezos is worth in the billions, I know. He that. is worth in the billions. All right, here's one. Uh, have
0: you, heard, have you heard news about Ryan Reynolds? No. What happened to that guy now? <laughs> That's a good news. Okay. So, Disney and Ryan Reynolds were having beef with each other because they said, Hey, we can't have Deadpool being an R-rated movie anymore. We didn't even try to make it. Can you try to make it PG-13? No, we can't. We cannot make Deadpool PG-13. So they kept going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Like, what the fuck is going on with Disney? Why can't Ryan Reynolds make Deadpool PG-13? It's Ryan Reynolds, all right. It's like and waiting. It's Ryan Reynolds. And uh, let's see, Deadpool. Ryan Reynolds. Green Lantern. Green Lantern. Yeah.
1: Ryan Reynolds. Uh Pikachu. Va- Va- Van Wilder. Van Wilder. Ryan Reynolds. Pikachu. Va- Ryan Reynolds. You know, I cannot I mean, stand Pikachu. Every time that's I saw a good movie, man. No, you know what? I'm gonna stop you right there. Okay, go ahead. Because every time I saw Pikachu, I see Ryan Reynolds in Deadpool character. He was <laughs> but, but in a smaller version. In a smaller version <laughs> and yellow. And it's like he that ne- it's like it's like going back to Danny McBride. Danny McBride never broke out of those characters. He didn't. After he did um Pineapple Express. After he went on to do Eastbound and Down, and the other movies, any other movie that he's been in, he's never ever broke out of. Even especially Tropic Thunder, he never broke nope. out of that character. Which means uh, that Ryan Reynolds never broke out of fucking being, you
0: nope. know, Deadpool. Nope. So good news is Ryan Reynolds will have full creative control on Deadpool three. Good. And he's bringing on like heavy, heavy, heavy hitters to be on Deadpool three now. Good. And good. on a, and on a side note, he's bringing back Cable. Really? Yes, sir. Is that confirmed? That's confirmed. Nice. He's bringing back cable. Nice. So I can't wait to see that, that movie. I'm that I'm <laughs> anxious to see. Now I want to see it though. All right, here we awesome. go. Peter Dinklage is going to star in Legendary's Toxic Avengers reboot. Okay. Yeah. Have you ever have you read that comic book? I've heard about it, but never read it. Though. So this is like a like a new Tim version mm-hmm. of the Avengers. Yes. So Peter Dinklage's is paint is going to be playing this character. His whole c- creative character is like ship shaped, but really fucked up in toxic ways. That's his
1: character. Kind of like the toxic, toxic
0: Avenger, though, pretty much. Pretty much, yeah. Mm-hmm. LeBron James is now in the tequila business. That doesn't surprise me. His tequila brand, Lobos. Really? That's his name, Lobos.
1: I have nothing to say about it. It's not worse than Goku. <laughs> yeah, but I, LeBron James. Let me tell you something. Goku. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna make something clear for all you listeners out there. All right? Tequila is good. <laughs> yes, tequila is good, but we're, I wasn't talking about alcohol. Point at that moment. Want to talk? Want to talk about LeBron
0: James? How about the goat? Well, he's not really a GOAT. My point point is Kobe is a
1: GOAT, and Michael Jordan's a GOAT. LeBron is like a minor GOAT. He's not even the GOAT yet. When we talk about basketball, we talk about Michael Jordan. Mm -hmm. Michael Jordan is in a league of his own. You can never ever put LeBron James in that league. I'm terribly sorry for all you listeners out there that you think for a second that, Oh, well, LeBron should be in the same category as Michael Jordan. No, he should not. He's not. No, he's not. not. Michael Jordan is Michael Jordan. Just as much as Kobe Bryant is Kobe Bryant. Rest in peace Kobe. Rest in peace Kobe, yes. But I'll tell you one thing. LeBron James, he is one of the biggest crybabies I've ever seen playing the NBA. And he's a flopper too. And he's a big flopper. Michael was never a flopper. Okay, he only flopped once. That's because, that's because he had beef with Patrick Ewing when Patrick yeah, Ewing was I, on the Knicks. Yeah, that's true, and I understand that. But anything outside of that one moment in his entire NBA career, he never flopped after that. Nope. I mean, the same thing with Kobe. Kobe Kobe never flopped. No, but Kobe knows how to shoot his fucking threes on
0: point, though. And That's, that's because that's when I became a huge fan of Kobe. I, I want to see how he shot his threes. I'm like, you know what, let me try and mimic him for a little bit. Went to the basketball court, my buddy in mine, and he goes, shoot a three. I'm like, he's like, you, you know what you just shot like? I'm like, who? You shot like Kobe. I'm like, really? I did not notice that. So my boy put my buddy put five bucks on me again. He's like, shoot it again. I'm like, what's the five dollars for it? Only tell me three, threes you can make just like that the way you shot like Kobe. I'm like, okay, one, two, three, four. I was hitting every single one of them. He goes, shit man, I owe you 50 bucks. I'm like, why? He's like, you just made 10 free threes. you just made 10 three pointers. I'm like, you shouldn't have done That's that. Crazy. <laughs> you shouldn't have done that. So LeBron James tequila brand, Will's Bowes, 1707 will cost you a range between $50 bucks to $160. A bottle? A bottle. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. So, guys, that is it for your Florida for news uh, and your theme park news. But, guys, when we come back, we're going to wrap up the program with Chris and I are going to talk about some of our fond memories back at Universal, Disney area, and we'll we'll talk some sports here and there. You are listening to Remy's Roundtable right here on Spotify. Welcome back guys to Remy's Roundtable right here on Spotify. Chris and I are having a great time here at Front Row Sports Bar & Grill here in Cocoa, Florida. We'd like to give a shout out to the management team. Uh, thank you Charles for having us here and uh, i thank our server bartender here as well for taking care of us. And that delicious food, the uh, that burger, the fries, oh my gosh, man!
1: Those boneless uh, bu- oh, the, the, buffalo wings, buffalo wings. Are so
0: good, I bet your butt's gonna hurt later, huh? Uh, probably.
1: <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I'm sure it is.
0: <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. My name is Remy, and always with me is my boy Chris.
1: Hey, Remy, how's it going?
0: <laughs> good, man. All right, man. So we're, let's get right into it. I know you and I are sports guys. My team right now sucks. I'm telling, I'm telling you right now from the bottom of my heart we are sucking really really bad who's that I mean, the, Phil- the philadelphia eagles Oof. okay yeah <laughs>
1: yes like i said the eagles are sucking
2: yeah yeah i
1: mean i i can't say my, my dolphins are they seem to be doing pretty good right about the, the, man your dolphins do, are doing a decent job right now but the decent one- to decent to the point that we don't have to face a Tom Brady in the AFC East. Anymore. Yes, <laughs> that's one big wall that we got rid of, though. But you
0: see, my the other team who I'm really pissed off at right now. What's that? The Steelers. How in the hell are they already 11 and 0? They're 11 and 0 right now.
1: I don't know, but my manager is a big Steelers fan. And he's got a big smile on his face, so. He seems to like what he's seen so far, and you know what? I can't, I can't disagree with him. They are doing fucking good. They are, but it's that defense. It's, solid. <laughs> it's that solid defense they got is phenomenal. So we're the question I asked you off air was,
0: uh, if you had to create your very own basketball team, who are, your, who are your top
1: five players? Oh my god, that's right at the top of my head right now. Shooting Michael. Done. A point guard, B. J. Armstrong. Done.
0: We're gonna we're gonna get the whole entire Chicago Bulls on your on your
1: lineup. Hold on, because I'll have Scottie Pippen as my power forward. Okay. I will have Dwight Howard as forward huh. center. I know. Yes, I know. I know. Dwight. Dwight. The flopper of all flops. Sad but true. Yes. Why Dwight? Come on,
0: man. Get these get, way better than they,
1: that. If, if Okay, if I want another, if I want to, okay, if I put him as a backup and put, put, him, as a, put him as a backup. I mean, that, he's a backup power forward. Then Scotty is my starting strong forward. There you go. My center would probably have to go with Yao Ming. <laughs> I want a big guy. So want a big guy. Shot. <laughs> okay. My other strong forward defensive guy, I'm going to get Rodman. It's the best one in the game, bro. There you go. Find me, some, find me another defensive player like Rodman right now in times of right now. Find me something. I football. can't. Exactly. I can't, except for uh, I don't know a good center. Ooh. He's on the Magic. Mobamba. i oh, Mobamba. Who? Mobamba, yeah. man. Mobamba is good. There you go. Same thing with Vucevic is good too. Vuce. Vuce so. is good. Vuce. I, uh, I had a privilege of meeting uh, DJ Augustine.
0: Uh, I, had this po- I had this episode where I actually, I actually. Uh, Interviewed uh, the one and only Mr. Paul Porter from the Orlando Magic. I actually had a chance to interview him on the on the show. So he's the announcer for the Orlando Magic. Nice. After the game was over, I had the opportunity to go to the press conference, talk to the co- talk to the coach for a little bit, Coach Steve Clifford, talk about his point of view on the game, and then after that, as soon as I was walking out, I met D J Augustine right there. It was perfect. I took Very my nice. I took my last photo of the the Magic Court, and I'm like, ah, if only I had front row, four, uh, four court side seats for just one game. That is my only dream. I just want court side seats to watch the Magic game. That's it. So for my team, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go old school with you, man. All right, go ahead. Go All ahead. right. So for point guard, it'll be Mike Bibby. Okay. My uh, my shooting guard will be, will be Michael. My backup stream guard would be Pedro Stoyakovic from, these, from the Sacramento Kings. Of course. My power forward is going to be Chris Webber. Okay. I love Webber. Yeah. I, I, I love the way he played I back can, I can he see back that. There. I can see that. Backup's going to be, be Vladi Divac. He's going to be right behind him. My center, see, this is a hard one for my center.
2: Because
0: you, you mentioned Yao Ming, but that's great. But if I bring in the new contenders, I will bring I will bring in Mobamba as my as I my can. center. But for backup, I'll put Vujin. I'll, I'll put Vujin as, as my center, even though Vujin is a power forward, but he still play, he can still play both positions, which nobody which nobody realizes that. Yes, he can shoot threes, but man, he is sick in the post. I mean, if you leave him right there in the post, was right there, so I can't taking all those blocks. Man, you can't say no because last season he averaged roughly 5 to 15 blocks a game. How can I, how can I say no to, to Vooch on in the post? You can't.
1: Not him, though. But, I mean, shit, if I want a good center too, I'll take Shep. <laughs> I'll take Shep. Okay. I'll take Shep. I'll gamble with Shep. All day. Nick Anderson? Yeah. We put Nick. We put Nick in your lineup. I'll put, I'll, I even put Dennis Scott there too. Bo Outlaw. Hmm. What,
2: about, uh, what about
1: what about uh, what about Daryl Armstrong? D D Armstrong? Yeah, I can I can see it. Penny. Oh, for sure. I'll take, I'll take Penny.
2: <laughs>
0: Penny will be perfect at my creative my creative team. I'll take Penny, yeah. Oh, all right. So, here's my next question. i would you to go ahead and create your very own band. You had your you have a keyboard player, a guitar player, a bass player, a drummer and a headline
2: and
1: a headline singer. What do you have? Let's start with you while I get oh, these wait, names. Oh, wait, 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 and bass player. I'm sorry about, about the last part. Bass player, too. Bass player? All right. Let's start with you while I gather some names in my head right now. Go ahead. You go first. Okay. Go I'll, first. The, I'll make it easy.
0: So, for a bass player, it's going to be Draco. I love Draco Pistorius. He's my bass player. Okay. the player is going to be... Guitar player is gonna be Prince. Okay. No, I want, you know, I want some, you know, some good guy. Maybe some BB King, maybe some drummer, but no, I decided to go with Prince. Okay. Keyboard player. See, I don't know any keyboard players, so I'm gonna skip that. Drummer. My drummer's gonna be Dave Buckle from the Buckle Group. Okay. And my lead singer, my front, my front man singer. He, play, he actually does play keyboard and sings i am put Ray Charles. I'll
1: put Ray Charles in the mix. Okay, that's a good line. That's a respectable line. I'll give you that. That's a respectable. Line. There you go. My bass player would be that one infamous bass player from Pink Floyd, <laughs> which you know we're talking about. Yes, we are. Okay. There you go with that. And I forgot his name, but it'll hit me in a second. Now, as far as drummer goes, Neil Peart all day. Neil Peart. Okay. As my guitarist, lead guitarist, I'm gonna go with Eddie Van Halen. Can't say none of that either. Okay, so the bass player, that's his name, is Roger Waters. I'll go with Roger Waters' as bass, Neil Peart my drums, Eddie and guitar, and keyboards. I'm gonna go with John Paul Jones because he was. John up.
2: Paul Jones. Yep. Yeah.
1: He he did, he he was bro. Besides being a bass player, he was keyboards. He was a bass player for Led Zeppelin, you know. And for vocals, I'm gonna go with um, David Grohl. Oh, you cheater, you! Oh, no, why? You what? cheater! Why? Why? Dave I mean, Grohl ca- is the beast. If that's the case, then I'll just go for guitar. I'll put um, Jimmy Page in there for all I care. Jimmy Page is good, too.
0: Who's your, wait, who's your drummer? Neil pert Neil Perth. You have a backup drummer? Huh? You have a backup drummer in case he uh, flops out and he breaks his res? Who do you got? The
1: one drummer from, uh, from Motley Crue. Uh, forgot his name. Let's see. All right. Hold on, let me see. Uh, I forgot his name. If I knew his name, I would tell you in a heartbeat. Could be the one only Tommy Lee. Tommy Lee,
2: yeah.
1: You mean
0: the porn star, Tommy Lee? Yeah. <laughs> Pamela Anderson, Tommy Lee?
1: That that same guy. That yeah. guy? That same guy, yes. Oh, hey, well! Yeah, I can go with the drummer from Led Zeppelin because he's passed away. He though. did, yes.
0: But uh, my uh, my dad, he's uh, a great bass player here in Florida. Yeah. And uh, his group, every once in a while, they'll do this uh, Led Zeppelin, this Led Zeppelin trio, mm-hmm. this trio group. Mm-hmm. And uh, this girl who's a really good singer named uh, Kelly Baker, she does a damn good Zeppelin impersonator. Okay. And she knows all the heavy songs and shit. So but they do the range, they do the arrangements, you know, differently. Right. And when I listen to my dad's arrangements, I'm like, Dad, this is really good. <laughs> How the fuck did you manage to do to do this? It's like, well, I know I know all the heavy hitters in Orlando. I'm like, we both know the heavy hitters in Orlando. We know all the, these great damn yeah. musicians here, man. I mean what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, goddamn man. But uh Anyway guys, uh, just want to say one last time too, we're going to give a shout out to Front Row here in Koryu, uh, Florida for having us here and recording our podcast. And we also like to give a shout out to Newcastle for beer school. <laughs> you know, it's beer school, man. So we're to give a little shout out to them. And of course, guys, uh, we have to say thank you so much to my boy Chris for being on the show today. I appreciate you it. guys. Thank you. You guys will hear him again real soon. But until then, guys, man, that's it for our show. Thank you so much for listening. And the words of Jimmy Neutron, we got a blast. You have been listening to <laughs> Remy's Roundtable right here on Spotify. We'll see you real soon. On this bonus episode on Remy's Roundtable, you get to hear myself on Diz His Podcast with my buddy Joe. We get to talk about how I became a cast member and my favorite memories as being a cast member and what do I enjoy about Dizzing. So stick around. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Remy's Roundtable right here on Spotify.
4: Good. I'm Joe from the Dis- His and today we're, we will be talking Disney with Remy. So, how you doing today, Remy? Good man. How you doing? Good man. Doing great, man. You know, I'm just getting ready to talk some Disney with you. So, uh, you know, things are going well right now. That sounds great, man. I mean,
0: uh, I mean, you know me. I mean, I'm a huge Disney freak. I'm a huge Disney fanatic. Uh, I used to work. I used to work as, uh, at Disney when I was a cast member. Uh, back in the mid two uh, thousands. So that's when I first, that's when I okay. first started working for Disney. And
4: uh, I, I I have a question, I have a question. So did sure. you like did you were you like a fan of Disney before you started working there? Oh
0: most definitely, man. Every time I wake up like Saturday morning, I'll put my uh, cartoons on with a big bowl of cereal and all of a sudden I'll start watching DuckTales, Darkwing Doug, Chippendale, you know, all the old old classic Disney uh, cartoons, man.
4: Oh, yeah, yeah. They're, they're great. And that those are some of the memories I have growing up also. And, uh, you know, you knew that you grew up at the right time when you were able to go ahead and go, like, on a Saturday morning, get a big bowl of cereal and watch your Disney cartoons. There you go. <laughs> uh, so, okay, well, us, can you talk a little bit more about you being a cast member?
0: Most definitely. What do you, what do you like to know, man?
4: Well, uh, you know, where like what park did you work at? What uh, attractions did you work at? Uh, what did you, exactly did you well, do?
0: Well, I worked at... At first I started working at Magic Kingdom, uh, I worked in food and beverages over there for a while, for a few years, and I, then after that I switched roles, jumped into jumped into attractions for a little bit, uh, I worked over at Space Mountain, Thunder Mountain, Splash Mountain, and I also worked at uh, Peter Pan's Flight, and that was my four, my four attractions I worked at. So pretty much I worked at all every single land except for Adventureland. <laughs>
4: Cool, awesome. And uh, you know, dude, maybe maybe you know you know why this, okay? Why is there always a super long wait at Peter Pan's flight? And Peter Pan's flight, you know, it's it's a great ride, and uh, the queue's awesome, but come on, man. Cause it's, sometimes you go there's like a two hour wait. Why? Why are people waiting in line for Peter Pan? Because, like two hours. Because Peter Pan is a
0: classic Disney film, which nobody recognizes it, that, that when they start watching that movie, you want to be Peter Pan. You want to go on his boat and start flying. You want to feel that you know, the atmosphere on what is flying really about. I want to be Pan for mm. one day. So no wonder you're seeing all these damn 200 wait times. And you're like, come on, my ship is almost <laughs> over. I don't want to see no more 200 minute wait time. This is BS, <laughs> man. This is bull crap. So, uh. long, so long story short, before, you know, the expansion of the new the new Q line, Pan's flight was in a small building about about the size of this box right here. So imagine that you're inside this box. Here's here's the queue line right here. So there's a queue line, and then right below it is the uh, is the entrance to the to the attraction. That's how big yeah. that that's how big that queue line was. So mm-hmm. and of course in the mid uh, 2010, they started you know starting construction on the new Pan yep. Flight uh, queue line. So, they went, yeah, so they the one yeah the queue line's awesome. It's great. And they wanted, they just wanted to expand it, and then eventually the uh, the wait time started going down and down and down and down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's
4: still, yeah, that's still one of those rides that so you know, it's just people love, and uh, it's it's definitely a cool ride. It is, but, uh, but started, okay, so well, uh, I started,
0: but I started uh, also uh, during I was younger. I actually did uh, on on the side gigs over at uh, Pleasure Island. So back when Pleasure Island oh. was open, I would do a couple of gigs at the uh, Jazz Club, which is now Raglan Road, and then I uh, helped out over at the uh, Comedy Warehouse. Now, I was only I was only 15 years old when I had my first personal gigs at uh, Disney.
4: Okay, what instrument do you play? Uh, sax. Sax, piano, a oh, cool. little bit of
0: bass, and a little bit of drums
4: here and there. Do you, do you still do that over there or no? No, no, not anymore. <laughs> Okay, because I feel like that's I'm sure you had a blast doing that at 15.
0: It was fun. I had a blast, and I was like, you know what? I need to move on and do some other things.
4: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, um, so can you talk a little bit about about your podcast, the show that you do?
0: Most definitely, man. So what my podcast is all about, my podcast is we cover uh, everything that has to do with Florida. So we cover uh, upcoming events that's going to happen around the central Florida area. We don't talk about politics on our show, so we, we don't want to talk about all that stuff.
4: And yeah, yeah, of course not. We
0: bring on some guest artists on our program, like a couple of actors, a couple of musicians, uh, some chefs, uh, musicians, you name it. We bring them on our show. These are people who lived in Florida for a while, and now they're doing stuff on their own on their own side. So we talk, okay. we talk to them for a little bit, and of course, we do cover the theme parks. I mean, we do cover yeah. Universal, Disney, SeaWorld, Busch Gardens, whatever is happening in the theme park
4: realm. Cool, awesome. Okay. Okay, so are you ready to spread some uh, Disney magic here? Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, uh, so hometown. This is probably probably gonna be the easiest question out of all of them, okay?
0: Hometown, like where Disney is, or where am I from?
4: <laughs> like, where are you from? Like, where are you from? Like, around, you don't have to give me like your address of your house. But, oh, no. but, like, you know, like.
0: Oh no, I'm born. No, I'm, I was. Uh, I'm born and raised here. Born and raised in Florida, of course, in, in Orlando. So I went to school here okay. for, for all my life. Went to uh, went to elementary, middle school, and high school here, and some college, but not as much uh, as college. So I kind of kind of dropped out. So as a uh, college dropout. Okay. So <laughs>
4: okay, no hey, hey man, you know whatever floats, whatever people, whatever it, yeah. it is, what it is. Uh, so okay, favorite. Here comes the hard question, the hard Disney questions. Okay, favorite Disney resort.
0: I'm gonna say the Contemporary Resort. That's my, one of my favorite resorts to go to. Uh, I, had, I had the opportunity to to go to the, the California Grill, and I had a uh, I had a private party there, so it was actually kind of cool, kind of sweet. Oh. I uh, had a. I had a gig there, and my, my buddy goes, "Hey, I do not want this gig. Can you take it for me?" I'm like, "What's it for?" He's like, "Well, I give you some inside scoop. It's for a certain pirate. He's gonna he it, him and his crew is gonna be there, and I just want to play songs for over for two hours." And I'm like, "Okay, I can do that." Yeah. So that's one of my favorite memories of working of you know playing there because when I was done, I actually met the I met the head chef at the California Grill, and he came out. He brought out steak, lobster. Whatever oh. I wanted, he goes. So tell me, what kind of steak do you like? I'm like, I want, I want like a sirloin. He goes, boom, one the right there. He goes, is there anything else uh-huh. you want? Mac and cheese. Boom, brings out mac and cheese. He goes, do you want anything else? I'm like, dude, I'm good. I- I'm set for tonight. <laughs>
4: <laughs> In California is California Grill is great. I mean, the food there is great. Uh, I mean, it's not just mac and cheese either. It's like. It's like the, it's some mac and cheese you're never gonna have anywhere else. No. Any, it, I mean, the mac and cheese is like, it's not like Kraft mac and cheese. It's like fancy, delicious mac and cheese. It's, and like, it's, so it's good. like
0: the gourmet stuff that you get at Publix <laughs> or you get at Fresh Market. It's like, I want that mac and cheese.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's definitely good mac and cheese. Okay, uh, favorite Disney restaurant?
0: Ooh, why would you put me on that level, man? That is hard. I told you, man, I
4: told you, I, I told you, man these are hard <laughs> Disney questions, okay? <laughs> Uh,
0: I'm gonna say Tomorrowland Terrace. That was
2: actually-
0: oh, really? <laughs> okay, it's it's so, a great it's a good restaurant, man. Tomorrowland Terrace. I'll tell you why. That's why I first okay. that's why I first started working for food and beverages. That's one one of my favorite spots to work at. And almost okay. every single every single night, if there was any leftovers, we had so much food left over that we were supposed to throw it away. But if we talk over to our manager and say, Hey, can we? bring stuff home with us yes they said yeah go right ahead so yeah. i worked there and i worked at the uh, the the quick stand that's right underneath astro orbiter and man i'm telling okay, you yeah. I, i'm telling you man i had like six to eight soft cream soft cream cheese pretzels almost every single night <laughs> yeah, they're, so, so they're so
4: good man they're perfect i'm like
0: what's for dinner soft cream cheese pretzel
4: okay <laughs> So. And then, dude, over over at the Tomorrowland Terrace, right? I mean, there's not too many places where you can get, like, um, I would say, like, boneless wings yes. or whatever with some sauce. Yep. Like, over at Tomorrowland Terrace, they have, like, you know, almost, like, boneless wings with different sauces there, right?
0: They had their own version of their own teriyaki sauce, which tasted yeah, unreal. Man. Like, they had, like, this uh, red, red crushed peppers in it with a little bit of uh, yeah. uh, some whiskey sauce in it. And, man, it was good. Yeah. It was... I, I can't tell you well, what else I had over there.
4: <laughs> so people, people don't even know about that, right? They, no. When you think of like you could go to Disney, and get chicken nuggets, you have all these like little chicken nugget stands, but that's the only place where you can go ahead. I think that you can get like almost like chicken nuggets with like their own special sauce or something. And it's money. So yeah. And
0: it's money well spent. I'll, I'll tell you that right now. It's money well spent, and you can spend over between five to ten bucks just to get wings or something a little bit different than you usually get at the uh, the theme parks.
4: Yeah, exactly. A lot of people don't know that, but that, that's cool, man. Like usually when I ask ask that question, it's kind of like you know people like Ohana or they're like yeah. California mm-hmm. Grill, but they don't really think about those small little places. But you, that's awesome that you said that. And that's one of the reasons why I love these questions is because I get such a like a variety of different answers and it's so. I cool. mean,
0: I would have said Sci-Fi because I I went to that restaurant for the first time Matt, and I actually liked that place. It was actually a really cool nostalgic area.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah I like it too, man. I, I like uh, Sci-Fi. I like the whole environment because a lot of these restaurants. You go to a Disney like the environments part of the experience, you know And that that place like sci-fi restaurant is probably one of the best place you can go the environments are so great mm-hmm. Right, With, you feel like you're outside and it's like a You know driving movie theater and it's, it's really cool
0: And they have one of the best bacon cheeseburgers there man. I mean just juicy melty just God how big is this burger man?
4: <laughs> awesome, awesome Okay. uh Okay. This is. I told you these are hard, man. Favorite Disney attraction.
0: The ones I've already mentioned, like the ones I worked
4: at, or, should I, or no, no. What's sure your favorite? To... I know. I want to hear your favorite, man. I want to hear your favorite. Okay.
0: Man, if you say Universal, I will told you. I will told you right away what Universal is. But I can't. I can't you, say. You, it. No, go,
4: go ahead, man. You know, whatever. <laughs> Just go, what, what is it? What's your favorite Universal? Right, you, attraction? Know, you know, I'll
0: break it down for you. I'm gonna break it down for which attraction I like at Disney and which attraction I like at Universal so, Univ- okay, so okay. universal i like the incredible hulk that's one, one of my favorite attractions okay. out there for disney it's a tie it's a hard solid tie between haunted mansion and pierre pan that's the okay that's the, the breakthrough right there so if i had to choose my favorite disney attraction it would be the haunted mansion that's one, one of my favorite attractions did you get to work that one at all my buddy did and he actually took uh. me, he actually took me behind the scenes tour So he showed me how the ride worked, and I'm like, this is pretty sweet. Okay, I can get used to this. Yeah, that's awesome.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that, that, that must be, like, one of the, like... It must be a really cool place to work, because you kind of you have like a, a a role to play also, because th- those cast members like they don't break a smile, they're giving you a hard time, you know right? Actually, so, you can break, uh, you
0: it's can, so cool. The only time you can break a smile is when you're at greeter. That's like the very the very front of the attraction. Once you're inside mm-hmm. and you're when you're loading people and telling them to go into the other room, you have to stay on a character like that, or else they'll yeah. know, they'll know right away that you just broke character for no apparent reason.
4: Yeah, 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 but it must be so much fun to do that for sure. Like you're playing a part, like in a in a in a movie or something like right. that.
0: Same thing, same thing, same thing with uh, Jungle Cruise. You cannot miss your jokes. If you miss your jokes, then you you pretty much just effed up the entire attraction for all those guests on your boat.
4: Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, favorite Disney character? Hades. Hades, is,
2: okay, okay. Hades, man,
4: he's, he's my, hilarious. He's
0: my favorite. He's my favorite Disney villain and also my favorite Disney character, because two things: you got James Woods, and his sarcasm throughout the entire movie.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's great. You no, know, you know, there's been talk of like a, Her- like a Hercules, right? Movie, yeah. right? And him, James Wood, actually playing Hades, because if you put makeup on him, right, he, he would be like, he would play Hades perfectly.
0: Well, I can agree and disagree on that. I could probably see Willem Dafoe as Hades in the, the new Disney oh, movie. Oh, yeah.
4: Yeah, he would play he would be a good Hades. You probably don't even need to put makeup on him. No, not at all. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, a favorite Disney movie.
0: Oh, let's see here. I'm going to say Dumbo. Dumbo is one of my favorite childhood mem- my favorite childhood uh, movie of all time. Uh, and why is that? My aunt. Uh, every time that uh, I was five years old, and my dad was playing at the Grand Cypress over uh, off of the uh, Lake Buena Vista area, and it was him and a couple other singers. Every time I would go with my dad to the Grand Cypress, the singer, uh, she was singing "Baby Mine" to me, and every time she sang it, I will bust out into tears, man. So at my wedding, I uh, wow. I, got married la- I got married last year and uh, my wife and I, she goes, you are going to cry when she sings that song to you. I'm like, I'm not going to cry. She goes, BS, you're not gonna, you are totally going to cry. All of a sudden, I started bursting out the tears and she, she sang that song to me. So that's one of the reasons, uh-huh. one of the reasons why I love watching uh, Dumbo.
4: Okay, cool. That's, that's awesome, man. That's a cool little memory you got there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I mean, let's go ahead and go right into favorite or uh, share a Disney magical memory with me. I know we kind of sh- you shared some magical, magical memories throughout this whole thing, <laughs> but is there one that kind of stands out that you want to go ahead and share?
0: Uh, well, there's a lot, man. I mean, I can't, I can't tell you which one that really inspired me the most for this Disney magical moment but i had this uh, group of family and they were on they were waiting in line for of course space mountain which you know that line gets oh such a long way it goes around the building and then around another building so mm-hmm. this this family they were upset they were in the 100 degree 100 degree weather in florida of course you know how ballistic it gets over here so yeah i realized that one of their kids was autistic and he really wanted to go on Space Mountain. He was a right height requirement. He was happy. He was jumping up and down and stuff. But the mom and dad got upset. And what I did was I went up to them and I dropped down, dropped down on my knees, talked face-to-face to the autistic child. And we had a little conversation. And I talked to, to his mom and dad. And I just said, hey, you, your family, follow me. I'm going to put you guys right on, the, right, right on the ride. You guys just follow me. No questions asked, and after that, they came back. They came back to me and said, "Hey, thank you so much for what you did for us." I said, "No problem. Here you go. Here's a couple extra extra fast passes for you guys to go check out as many rides as you guys as you guys would like throughout the park to enjoy your uh, family vacation." And that meant a lot to me when I uh, helped them out.
4: Mm, that's awesome. I'm sure it meant a lot to them. That's a that's a really cool memory. So, uh, oh, thank you, thank you for sharing. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so uh, Remy, that's all the questions I got, man. Uh, is there anything else that you want to add, or um, that's? Is there anything else you want to add?
0: Well, I mean, what, what do you want to know, man? I mean, I get, to, I got stories like through the roof about Disney, man, and other theme parks. <laughs>
4: uh-huh. well, is, is there? Um, let me let me think. So you you mentioned you know playing instruments and playing at di- right. certain parks, or whatever. Do you, right. Is there anything else you want to add about that?
0: Well, what I did when uh, when I had my first paying gig for Disney it was at the, uh, the the contemporary resort at the California Grill which I didn't realize mm-hmm. who I was playing for until I got there so I played for two and a half hours and this guy he's about 6'9 comes out of nowhere big built buff guy he goes hey my client wants to speak to you I'm like oh okay so the client that he was with was the one and only JD and that's the those are, those are the initials i'm gonna say because yeah. after that he, <laughs> he said hey can you go ahead and uh play the songs for me i'm like aren't you a guitar player too he's like yeah why don't you come up with me and play a couple tunes with us yeah. so he came up he came up on stage played a couple tunes and then i asked him what's the one song you want me to play for you he said he played yo-ho i'm like oh i can definitely do that for you man not a problem so
4: so you- Dude, hold on. Hold on a minute. Hold on. So, JD initials, right? Pirates. I'm yep. sure people know where, yeah. where this is going with. Yep. You had to play with him up on stage? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's crazy, man. It was,
0: I was starstruck, and then that night, of course, I got paid through Disney, and then I got paid a little extra from JD's management team. Because, okay. I, because oh. he, he came on stage, he, uh, he gave me a little extra tip. I'm like, well, thank you so much, sir. This was a blast. <laughs>
4: yeah man for sure you know uh, it's pretty cool any other cool stories like that oh let's see here Uh, back
0: at Epcot I was I mentioned this earlier on my podcast my buddy he asked me uh, what's your favorite Christmas tradition so my usually my Christmas Christmas tradition is that I'll go to Epcot drink around the world for a little bit with a couple of buddies of mine but a few years ago before this whole pandemic started this was back in in two thousand and six. All right, this was a year before I graduated. My couple family members, a couple of family members of mine, they sent me a text and say, "Hey, where are you?" I'm like, "I'm still at school. Why? What's going on?" It's like, "Hey, we're gonna go to Epcot after uh, in a little bit. Is there a chance you can meet meet us over there?" I'm like, "Yeah, I can meet you guys over there. Not a problem." So, what they did was they say, "Hey, come meet us at the American Pavilion." I'm like. What's going on? It's like we need you we need you to come backstage with us. I'm like, okay. Sooner or later, I just found out who I was meeting, and the initials
4: are N P H. You met you met him. Yep, I met him. Oh, so how'd you go backstage? So your family members work? Then they what do they what did they do there? At they the time? Were,
0: they work for a higher higher above pay with Disney, so they had the opportunity oh, to bring I... to bring me in and say, hey, you're, you're gonna come up with us to candlelight. I'm like, perfect. I don't have, I don't not have any plans for the rest of the night. <laughs>
4: <laughs> and how was that? Was that a pretty uh, memorable moment meeting him? And cause he seems like a pretty cool guy. He was,
0: yeah, he's an awesome, an awesome dude. So
4: yeah, and he's a huge Disney fan, you know, like, oh, uh, yeah, he's always on the cruise ships, you know and we, we went to, we've been to see him a couple of times but when he, when he's done the candlelight procession and kind of mm-hmm. led it and uh, we ate at Japan and one time we, we were eating at Japan and we just missed them.
0: Oh kind of He was man. eating
4: there with his family, yeah. But he always seems like a super cool guy when he's up there, and he's he's funny, cracking jokes. So that's pretty awesome. Man. It was
0: cool. And then when I was watching How Met Your Mother, I'm like, that's not the same guy who I met.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's he's, it's pretty funny because I think they're totally o- opposite characters. Like him in real life is nothing like the character. Nope. No, that he's like on not. the show. <laughs> so,
0: but yeah, man. I mean, that's but, that's a couple of my stories. And then I got one more story. I want to. Uh, talk to you about before we take off yeah. here. So, actually, you know Let me ask you a question. Yeah, 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 for sure. What is your favorite? What is your favorite ride to get stuck on at Disney?
4: Ooh. Dude, okay, easy man. Buzz Lightyear, the Buzz Lightyear ride. Um, That's the, the dumbest ride to get stuck <laughs> on. No, <laughs> That's it. <something. what> I'm <laughs> leaving. <laughs> You can get a high score. You can get the highest score. You can shoot the volcano or whatever when yeah, you get stuck once, right
0: there and you get the highest score. Yeah, but once the lights come on, your score gets cleared
4: out. That's the It It is not.
0: Are you sure? Uh huh. I'm positive.
4: Oh, I did not know that, man. I thought that I thought that uh, the reason why I got the highest score was because when the uh, we got stuck there and yeah, I was like nailing that volcano like a crazy man. Well, the thing
0: is, was the was the lights turned on or off? That's the main question. Were you still in the dark, hitting those points?
4: No, we were not. We were not. We didn't lose the points. So I kind of cheated my way to a full score.
0: Right. So back then, <laughs> when when that ride first opened, if the warning lights come on, as in your your uh your family has to get has to get evacuated off the ride, your score gets yeah. clear, your score gets cleared out. Right. Right. Off oh the no, back. it wasn't
4: like that. It wasn't like that. Wow. Okay. What, what? So where are you going with this, though? Why? Do you have like a favorite ride you like to get stuck on or something? Yep. I sure do. What's that? I'll tell you why.
0: My favorite ride, my one of my favorite rides I love to get stuck on, is at uh, over at Hollywood Studios, and okay. it's the one and only Tower of Terror. That's one of my favorite rides oh. to get stuck on. Why? Because you know that once the one part uh, on the second level where the glass shatters and you're in this 3D dimension kind of style room.
4: I'm not going to lie to you, man. I'm such a big baby. I have yet to been on that. But help me, hold on. Before we go ahead and start making fun of me because of it, okay? <laughs> I've been getting better. Okay? I've been getting better. So I've been, I've been stepping up. Like I wrote Slinky Dog, right? Awesome right? And I'm working on uh, – yeah, yeah. I'm working – see, I, I was totally against roller coasters. I wasn't a big, like, roller coaster fan. And then I wrote uh, Mine Train with my wife for our anniversary, like, a couple years ago. And I was like, this is awesome, right? Then I wrote Big Thunder Mountain. Love that! I'm like, let me go and step it up. Uh, and I started going on uh, Space Mountain and uh, Thunder Mountain, right? Not Thunder Mountain, uh, Slinky Dog, right? Right. And I'm like, oh, this is so much fun. So I'm st- I'm slowly working my way up the Tower of Terror, but I'm trying to interrupt, man. Go no, it's all good, okay, man. I mean,
0: okay. Do you have a chance? <laughs> did you have a chance to go on uh
4: Everest? Not yet, man. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, not yet. I'm going to though. I'm going to. That's
0: another, that's another ride, guess That's another another awesome attraction to get stuck on too. I'm telling you, man. I mean, most of these attractions that you're like. I want to get stuck on that ride, or i want to get stuck on that ride. but when i got stuck on tower of terror my buddy we were sitting right next to each other he goes hey dude look i'm sure i'm gonna show you something look down i'm like wait a minute look down yeah you can see the track of the of the of the uh, attraction of tower of terror so what people don't realize is that this ride is tower of terror is a track trackless ride so mm-hmm. it's a full track track ride and the other part is not really a free fall kind of ride, like Doctor Doom at uh, Universal Studios. You're mm-hmm. still in that same contra- the same contraction, contraption and you're just just in one spot. You're not really moving up and down. It feels like you are, but you're not. That's the thing about that mm-hmm. ride. It's just so cool. So you're on this belt, which is, you know, makes you free fall, like this, right? Yeah. You're not really free-falling. You're you're standing in one spot. You're on like a little trampoline. That's all it is. Really?
4: Yeah. I'm about to go ahead and look. That's pretty
0: cool, man. So when I got got stuck on Tower of Terror, I got stuck on the second floor, which is the 3D dimension room, where you see the ghost playing, uh, ring, ring. You hear that little girl saying, ring, ring, go away. And, uh, we got stuck right there. So... What that part of that ride is is so cool. There's a mirror, another mirror, and another mirror. That's how they got the, that 3D dimension of that ride, which is really well done. Oh,
2: all yeah, right,
4: that's pretty cool. Yeah, and you know that's what, that's what, what one of the cool things about Disney is that you go ahead and you have all these rides, and there's so much like, uh, I said a spotlight not too long ago with a magician, right? And there's so much magic behind mm-hmm. a lot of the, their rides, right? It's almost like illusion and stuff like that. It's so cool. Uh, So it's really cool. See that's
0: the one thing about Disney. Disney will mess around your head as soon as you walk into the park Okay, let's say let's take for example Magic Kingdom, which is one my which is my favorite park What's the one thing you realize about that park when you first walk into the gates like when you're walking on Main Street? What do you realize when you first walk in there?
4: Well, you you see the castle.
0: Not only that the colors. Mm colors Have you realized that Disney's parent uh panoramic view of the park you see when you see Main Street what what kind of colors do you see you see lots of red you see lots of orange yeah. yellow blue bright colors attracts the mind of the guests when you walk into mm. when you walk into Adventureland what kind of colors do you see there you see brown yellow Ukraine. green you see all those colors when you yeah. walk into Frontierland you got all those the desert colors. Then Tomorrowland, mm-hmm. you got all your futuristic, snowy colors. And of course, Fantasyland which is all your bright your brightness colors. So Disney mm-hmm. we're doing what do yeah. What Disney's doing in their point of view, they're just messing around with your head with different bright colors. Just to say, hey, mm-hmm. this is something you should be looking at, paying attention to as you're walking yeah. into the park. So yeah. there you go, man.
4: Yeah, awesome, man. Well, hey, uh, Remy, thanks for talking Disney with me. Uh, just want to kind of promo your 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 show one more time and tell what what's what's it all about. Sure,
0: I'd be more I have to, guys. Uh, you guys can find out my uh, podcast. It's called Remy's Roundtable. We're on Spotify. Uh, we have over a hundred a hundred episodes already. Uh, we bring in guest stars, musicians, you name it. We bring them on the show. We talk about Florida, of course. We talk about the theme parks and eventually we might have this is on my podcast so there you go yeah hopefully
4: next week right hopefully, hopefully next, next yeah. week right surprise yeah tip. awesome I'm looking, uh, I'm looking forward to that awesome man well thank you so much for
0: having uh, me on man
4: yeah no problem so if you want to watch more spotlights check out dizhiz.com. thanks and have a magical day take care